Greetings and welcome to another episode of Duck Duck Dice, a show where we play Dungeons and Dragons and put it on the internet. My name is Sam. I'm the dungeon master for this game, which takes place in the land known as Amber Rush. We thank you all for joining us for episode 30 of Duck Duck Dice. This is officially our 30 rack, so let's crack them open and get going. Duck Duck Dice is a party file games production where we post fresh weekly gaming content and clinton is going to tell you more about what we got going uh yeah every tuesday night as well uh this is usually on monday nights so i'm used to saying like tomorrow night uh but every tuesday night uh myself neil and dan my two buddies we get together on the internet and we talk about video games talk about uh what we've been playing what we think about what we've been playing, and then we take a dive into some topic. Last week we talked about Bioshock, and it's kind of... Well, they talked about Bioshock while I listened. It's really kind of what happened. But, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Riveting stuff. Riveting yeah. stuff. It was an uh, interesting conversation. So Tune in to watch Clinton listen. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yep, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, right here at twitch.tv slash partyfowlgames. Uh, we are airing, we're filming this episode on a Saturday, uh, and we'll be re-airing it during our regularly scheduled time, um, because some people have the audacity to have personal lives outside of D&D and do things. Unforgivable. Sorry. What's also what? unforgivable is having no visually or auditory <laughs> tantalizing materials on your online game. Luckily, that's not a problem for us. Danny, tell them why. That was the best segue among segues. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of wonderful creators out there who help make this whole internet thing possible. We get wonderful maps from places like Two Minute Tabletop and Neutral Party. Um, some are Sam and Glad originals, but, you know, the, the the really extra special ones are not so definitely check out I those think creators. You that backwards. <laughs> uh, definitely check out those creators for your your map needs. Uh, really brings a lot to your internet role playing games and music. We get offered by Tabletop Audio, Kevin McLeod, and Will Spino over at Music P Twenty. Uh, definitely check those creators out. Thanks, Danny, and and. If you guys go where I think you're going, and this thing goes how I've if it goes south, it out. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, ooh, um, you guys will will hopefully get to see a some salmon Glot originals today. Um, oh. I know that's why you all come. Uh, all right. Well then, let's get into it. So it is around noon on a cloudy day in the at the edge of the eastern lowlands in the kingdom of Ardanzia as the Bless heads south towards Spanifix. Recently, they have just come out of the city of Windhaven after liberating that city from the tyrannical grip of a hag who went by the name of Madame Mudeye. It was at that time that Kaya explored her roots and her family's history and may have walked out with more questions than answers, but only time will tell. And you all plot along, 
on the main road just outside of the Temple of Grangaris, heading east before breaking south towards Spanifex. It is about a four-day journey to Spanifix, the largest city in the kingdom. Um, who is on the wagon where? Who's doing what? I'll be driving. As per I'll, huge. I'll keep an eye out out front. I'll be um, sitting on the back with my feet dangling out. I'll just kind of be chilling in back as well, uh, trying to get my sleep schedule back to some sort of normal. Then we'll be in the cart for now, reading her books. All right. Uh, you plod on east. Put my wagon here, my wagon, my map here. Um, so it'll be. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, you guys will be going through. Sorry, you guys are on the edge of the eastern range right now, um, heading down towards the Burundo lowlands, the sort of swampy, uh, low lying territory, uh, just north of Spanifex. Um, and a few hours into your journey, you can see that there is a another wagon caravan, um, five carts deep, um, coming north towards you along the main road. The road itself is um, probably about 30 feet wide, fairly well-traveled, um, a mix of kind of packed dirt and... Um, I would say sporadically placed large flagstones that sort of make up the base of the road, make giving it kind of a, um, you know, a rumble strip type feeling at, at various points throughout the road. But this large wagon caravan is rolling up past you all. Um, the first wagon just sort of gives a little bit of a pleasant wave as it starts to uh, approach you all. Well, we've Can got we... a wagon caravan approaching. Anyone have anything? I mean, need anything? Can we tell from this distance what they might be carrying? Uh, make a perception check. Twelve. Twelve. Um, the wagons seem uh loaded down um with boxes but it's from this distance and just the the nature of how they're carrying the load it's kind of difficult to tell um they're about probably about 100 feet away from you all as it rolls a little bit closer um and as it begins to pass uh the lead wagon driver um yells out um How's the weather in Marin's Gate? As he's kind of passing by. Uh, it was fine, I suppose. <laughs> he just kind of like shakes his head. I mean, you kind of get the feeling he wasn't really asking about 
the literal weather. <laughs> he says, <"Man." laughs> um, but as the as you guys are kind of passing by this wagon, they're spaced out, um, you know, by 20, 25 feet or so. Um, you, you can hear one of the, uh, the wagon porters, the people kind of just riding on the wagon, um, kind of point at your guys' wagon and say, is, is that the one? Is that the one you told me about? As it kind of just passes by. But this, a handful of the folks on the wagon seem to, um, on the wagon caravan, seem to recognize or at least acknowledge. First of all, you guys have kind of a bit of an odd wagon. There's a, uh, you know, a massive flail snail shell. Um, of just to kind of distract the eye, I guess. Uh, <laughs> strapped to the top of it uh, with a, not that they know, but a tiny pseudo dragon living inside of it. Um but yeah, do you, do you say anything? Do you try to stop them? Just let them keep on their business. Should we ask them about the road further south? I mean, I suppose we could. Um, if there's, I mean, if there's another person doing a toll road, I don't want the horses to have to run off again. I feel like since they're pretty, you know, chill... There's not a lot going on to the south that's out of the ordinary. And there, there are definitely guards, like, go, like um, you know, uh, armed personnel on the wagon. Um, but, yeah, they don't seem in a hurry. They don't seem harried in any way. Looks like their caravan trip's going better than ours did, so. As we pass, I'll lean out over and whichever wagon we're closest to. I'll just mm-hmm. call over. How's the road towards the south? Um, the one of them yells out. Um, oh, hold on, let me. I need to check something. I need a name. Uh, the uh. One of them says, uh, Road's clear, muddy in a few spots. Watch your wheels, and uh, the Burundos are at it again. So be careful when, if you're going to Wolfbane. Turn to ally. What does that mean? That means the uh, Burundos are at it again. But I don't know what that means. You've never heard of the Burundos? No. Oh. Well, I guess you'll find out, won't you? Oh, no. You know, so what are the Burundos? <laughs> uh, let's see what you know. Eric, you definitely you hear this. I was hoping you'd ad-lib it and start calling them cannibals and stuff. <laughs> Uh, but they're they're a nomadic tribe that live in the Burundi Highlands. Lowlands, no, 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 no. whatever. <laughs> yes, I, I sent both of you sheets here. Uh, <laughs> About this, uh, you didn't. Yeah, yes, yeah, no, yeah. You, you have you have a. It says Eastern Range and Burundi Lowlands Ally sheet. <laughs> you sent it to me. Yeah, yeah, Ally. Uh, 
Ella and Eret. Education. Uh, you send with me? Uh, well, set it to you, right? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, you should. I, this is a while ago I sent this to you because. Yeah, See, they've well, been traveling for so long. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll resend you yours as well. Um, I don't believe you. It's there. <laughs> anything about Burundos. Like my character's so oblivious that thinks the outside world. I had no homework. I make my own homework. Can I take this moment to be thankful for coffee? Because coffee is a blessing. What kind of coffee is it? <laughs> it's a good thing we're not going to the Wolfbane Dell then. I don't want to get trapped in their affairs. See, that, that doesn't mean anything to me either. What does that mean? What's happening in the Wolfgang Dells? It's a, it's a city. The yep. Wolfgang Dell. We have a map in the cart, right? That is... I have that. Yeah, here, here, you, yeah. here you go. But it's laid out in the back as we point yeah. to the locations. <laughs> See, the Wolfgang Dell is over here, and we're taking this road, and we don't even go near it. Yeah, the Burundo families are well, petty, warring, grumpy. Sometimes you have to pay them bribes to get through, but we're not going to Wolfbane. I've never met so. one I liked. I mean, the other set of Wolfbane is a thick, thick forest. Yeah, that's over a mountain, though. I mean, I bet there's a pass to get over there. With, it's also in the opposite direction of we're potentially heading, where we're yeah, heading. No, 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 I'm not saying family, who's on a time limit. I'm not saying we should go there now. Just keeping it in mind for later. No idea where my family is. They, they could be. They could be. You know, in the sea, as far as we know. What? My family? We have no idea where they are. Well, I hope not. We don't have a, a good way to travel quickly. You've never taken the wagon in the water before. You don't know. Maybe it's an amphibious vehicle. You're trying to get rid of our wagon. Don't We're tell me that. that. <laughs> we worked so hard to create it. This thing is going to be the magic school bus by the time we're done. <laughs> Not intentionally. Totally accidental. You guys oh, haven't named it the lizard. What is the lizard's name in the magic school bus? Oh, that's a good question. Isn't Liz. It? Yeah. <laughs> really on the nose with that one. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing Miss Frizzle was not creative about. <laughs> yeah, but uh yeah, Era and and um <laughs> Ally collectively uh tell you all that yeah the, the Burundo families are the ones who um run Wolfbane Dell and um they are the the city is really known for their hunting and trapping and, and fur trade. Um, but the Burundo family is um, almost sort of like a, uh, uh, a, like a, like a Hatfield and McCoy type situation of this mm -hmm. inner family feud and, and struggle for power. Um, kind of a, uh, the frontier justice type family 
with how they um, uh, disperse and claim power from one another. Up in the Brundo hollers. <laughs> Raylan Gibbons. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you all continue rolling on. Um, let's see. Question for you all. Um, did you guys keep all of your food in the wagon? Your rations and whatnot? Or are you guys individually carrying all those? I mean, I placed most of mine in the wagon, but carrying like, I think I left six on person. Yeah, I left it was enough for my rations in the bag. Because oh, there were a bunch already in there. There's like, there's like five days where oh, you guys ate would have eaten all those, or well, mm-hmm. you guys would have eaten those through the uh, Bear Grip Pass to Marin's Gate. Okay, so oh, and you guys stocked up though, didn't you? Before you left Marin's Gate, you guys bought some rations. I thought. Yeah, and yeah. I unloaded a bunch of the stuff that I was carrying just into the wagon for. Um. Una, Una and Lex make a perception check. Okay. Alright. Oh Oh, man, we could have the lesser of two weevils joke. Oh boy. Well, I have no lesson. Hmm? Uh, 22. And 11. And 11. Uh, Lex, you can hear a tiny kind of peeping sound coming from uh, the satchel with the stash of food in it in the wagon. Um, well, I'll kind of sit up from where I was laying down and Una, do you hear that? You hear what? Just peeping or like squeaking or something coming from the food. Or one of the... Okay. I'll, I'll just start like going over to the sack and like trying to listen closer to it yeah i mean there's definitely some sort of um numerous squeaking sounds coming from inside the satchel which is more just like a burlap sack filled with hard tack and gruel (laughs) i will pick up the uh the whole sack uh and kind of shake it a bit oh yeah the eggs we bought hatched (laughs) (laughs) Uh, chicken parents now they weren't hard boiled like we thought they were (laughs) (laughs) I'll open it up and uh, peer inside just Uh, like yeah and you can see that inside uh, at at some point in the the days while you were gone um, a fairly sizable family of rodents have moved into the satchel and um nibbled on and defecated on and made their homes amongst all of your guys's food. Wait, what's wrong? Hey guys, I got some, I, I have a real mixed bag of uh, news here. <laughs> Boom. Um, <laughs> looks like a lot of our food's been uh, eaten by rodents, but on the plus side, we have plenty of rodents to eat for the meantime. What? Perfect. Yeah, and I, I kind of hold up the bag and like shake it a bit so Kaya can hear the squeaking from it. 
Oh my god, throw it throw it out the wagon. That's perfectly good food, it don't throw it. Yeah. Outside <laughs> the wagon. Gently. If we get rid of the bag, we're gonna be out all of our food. No, we're I not. Mean, we have enough for a few days. You're gonna eat it after the the mice have, you know, made their home in it? I mean, these no, are perfectly I... good rats. I mean, this is kind of a waste to just get rid of them. I think that they should you should just set them down outside in their new home, and we should just keep going. We're not gonna... keeping them. I, no, I'm not asking to keep them. I'm saying to leave them outside. Are they actually I'm rats? Lean they... back and pull out a ration <laughs> out of my bag and start munching on it. <laughs> I'm gonna uh... lean as far away from the bag of rats as I can. <laughs> Yeah, Lex has just got to kind of like hang out the little kind of uh, um, sliding hatch window at the back of the wagon. Um, kind of sh- uh, stuck it out between you and Ally. Um, but yeah, no, they're, it's, they're mice. I mean, they're like, uh, uh, you know, probably there's probably nine or ten um, little field mice in there. Okay. If you just give it to me, uh, I'll get out of the cart and I'll, I'll put them outside, just with the bag and all the food. <sighs> Ally, what do you think we should do with the bag? Uh, is there holes in it? Um, I, I, actually, I'll start checking to see. Like, are there actually yeah. any holes? Like, yeah, as you kind of like pick it up, there's like crumbs and feces yeah. kind of out of the bo- out of one big hole in the bottom where they burrowed yeah, in. Yeah, they got in from the bottom. I'll just grab it and throw it. <laughs> <laughs> I yell out apology. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. as they're flying, they just hear, "I'm sorry." <laughs> the greatest challenge to face the bless. Their lunch got spoiled. <laughs> What lunch? Well, allow me to remove our rations from the cart. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, good good reminder too to keep keep track of uh the supplies that you guys got in the wagon. Which what is in the wagon now? That sucks. That was forty two days of uh rations. Dang. Yeah, you guys. You guys had two days. Yeah, guys had stocked up. Yeah, I have three days on me. Well, no, no, it was rations. Oh. Fucking mice. They yeah. Do forty-two days of rations. It was. It was. It was rations. Oh, per day times forty-two. So it it would be like forty-two days for one person. Right. Um. Yeah. Oh, and you guys got horse feed in here. We need to keep track of that. Oh yeah, we'll probably want to actually. You guys, you guys don't have any extra axles or anything. <laughs> No. <laughs> We're now playing the Oregon Trail. <laughs> we don't even have to get rid of our wagon, aren't you? Which you don't have you anything to rivers. <laughs> Did you know there is not an Oregon Trail like app game that you could like just a regular old uh, like I could not find at least on Apple, but I could not find just like a you know, there were a bunch of freemium style ones, but no just like classic or reskinned Oregon Trail kind of game. So, if anyone on Twitch who may be watching <laughs> their Saturday morning cartoons has any, oh my god! But anyway, we are the Saturday morning cartoon right now. <laughs> Life goal realized. Yes. But yeah, <laughs> chucking the bag of food and the family of field mice to the side of the road, the bus find their <laughs> wagon a little bit emptier, but their resources much more scarce. I don't know that. 
Hell, I'd be able to throw 42 days of rations. <laughs> like 90 pounds. Unless well, I ate 90 As you go to, <laughs> as, as you go, make a, make a, um, make a, uh, dex, uh, yeah, make a dexterity check, Al. Let's see what happens here. I want to, oh, like, God. Leave. Don't throw 21. yourself along with the bag. 21. Um, you go to kind of like whip it, and as you do, um, you kind of using your offhand hand while still holding on to the um, uh, the reins, um, being sure to keep the um, the jalopy knock nice and tight on the, the reins because that's a key piece of horse equipment um you go and you whip it and uh as you kind of like bring it back over your chest and whip it um uh kaya a a single field mouse just falls into your lap from out of the hole and starts squeaking loudly freaking out at which point you can hear a rustling of coins from behind you over the clacking of the road and Perched between you is this tiny red pseudo dragon staring hungrily at the field mouse. I look at our pseudo dragon buddy and I say to it in draconic, hungry. And uh, you get this feeling of over exaggerated agony, like a woe is me type feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I just move aside and gesture at the mouse. Be my guest. <laughs> and it swoops, scoops it up, and you hear the kind of um, scattering of coins as it dives back in. Um, some harried squeaking sounds that are quickly cut short. <laughs> and then a bunch of ripping and tearing sounds. <laughs> not very many. It's a mouse. It's not that many. Slate crunching sounds. <laughs> yeah. Some bones that make it crunchy. <laughs> All right. The rest of the day presses on while you guys are traveling. Is anybody um, actually let me see what the weather does. Uh, for a sandstorm. The the dark clouds sort of begin to part and the sun begins to come out. Um, but accompanying it is a slight kind of drizzle of rain one of those weird things where it's sunny out but there are clouds and it's kind of raining kind of not um and it's kind of just creating this general humidity as you head into the eastern range and the eastern range um is sort of like um a high hilly area uh with lots of rocky outcroppings the sort of remnants of um uh geological movement that have sort of left these um rocky fixtures and outcroppings uh throughout um but in the summer and in the altitude the rain sort of just creates um very very humid kind of climate well how much food do we have now should probably take stock of that yeah uh, for the two of us, Ally, we have enough for three days. I have... I'll get the satchel out and start digging through. I have... seven days worth for one person. 
Enough for almost all of us for two. Um, I don't have any, so don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Do you have the gem up right now? Or the stone? Yeah. So there's just yeah. the stone. Does it float around your head? Did we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, yeah there's a, a, a stone just floating around Una's head. That is her breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got three days. Well, we have five days of rations in. How long does it take to get to Spanifix, Sam? Uh, about four days with you know, smooth sailing. Oh. Sounds like we're good. Yeah. As long as we don't have any delays. Just don't go to both Bay and Dell, I guess. It didn't sound like we're, that was part of the plans. We're bound to run into other caravans or travelers that we might be able to trade for some food. Maybe if we're lucky, we can find something to hunt when we uh, make stops, too. I have no idea how to do that. It's easy. You just post up on your wagon as the buffalo herd goes by and you shoot at them. Just shoot into the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Or now, in this case, flip over a log and eat what you find. (laughs) Slimy yet satisfying. (laughs) Um... Yeah, and um, your travel through the eastern range um, is uh, goes on for several hours, reaching into um, early evening when you can see a uh, probably about two hundred feet ahead um, a lone figure. Um, Ally and Kai, you can see this. Um, walking along the side of the road, heading the same distance as you all, or the same direction as you all. What do they look like? Make a perception check. My dice have already betrayed me. I don't know what to do. Oh, that one's better. Uh, 16. 16. Um... It looks like it is a small humanoid with a very large loaded down backpack. Hmm. Is it common for somebody to travel down this road by themselves? Is it a pretty safe road? Well, when the guards are out, yeah. I mean, not too bad. Should we ask if he wants a ride? Have you have you seen any signs about a prison being nearby? Uh, there's a prison to the west of Southwest. here. Southwest. From the other side of the mountains. Oh. Yeah, we can ask. Be nice. Be neighborly. <clears throat> Do none of you recognize him? It's hard to see over the backpack, I guess, but no. I don't recognize much of anybody, so no. Uno, you wouldn't. The other three should, at least, <laughs> I would think. Al- Uno, you have no friends. You don't know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
as you approach, you can see um, this uh, person has a slight sort of limp in their gait. Um, and as you get closer, Ally, you look over and you see that loaded down in a massive overstuffed backpack um, is a gnome. Do it. Good job. Good job, Danny. One experience point for <laughs> you know, one experience point, Kaya. Oh, we're tied now. Um and as as you kind of approach, he he looks a, a bit excited, like as he sees you, he's like, Hey! Hey! Hello! 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 Hi. <laughs> um are you stopping the wagon yeah on the road okay um as you stop the wagon he sort of just like plops down and you can see um he's got kind of a walking stick uh with him and he kind of schleps the backpack off and you can hear sort of the, like the clanging of bits of metal and bits and baubles kind of together inside of this bag and he sits down and he says i've been i've been waiting for a wagon to be heading south. All right, where, where are you heading? We're headed to Spanifix. Oh, well, I was going to go to Wolfbane Dell. I was hoping you could maybe take me that direction, at least the, the, drop me off halfway. We can certainly get you run. closer than this. Oh, thank you. What do you, uh,. What do you got such a big backpack for? It's a, it's a long story. Can I can I load it up and tell you while I sit? But, yeah. Of course, I can mean, help you. You're sitting I'll now. Jump out too and <laughs> grab the sitting backpack. Sitting in the, in the rain, <laughs> in the, the wet grass. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you guys help him load up his bag, and he um, is probably small enough to sit. I don't know. Where do you guys. I guess he'll probably try to go into the back of the wagon with with Una and Lex. Get out of the elements a bit. Why don't you just come sit up here up front with me? <laughs> All right. <laughs> and he climbs up there and offers you uh, his hand. And he says, the name's Flander. Flander, my name's Ally, and this is Kaya Lex... Eret and Una, as I point each of them out in turn. It's nice to meet you all. What What's taking you to uh, Wolfbane? As well, I've I'm going. I'm, I, well, it's been a bit of a harrowing journey for me. Um, I'm well. I'm looking to hire some mercenaries. I was... Uh, my... My wagon... And the ruffians I hired in Chastile... Well, we were waylaid by ogres along the way, and those cowards from Greenneck Company abandoned me. Sounds about right. As soon right. as things got merry. Had it few issues with the green necks ourselves. Uh, well, I thought 
They were the only ones for hire in Chastile. Everyone else is either being paid or conscripted to defend the city against some orc attack. But, well, I need some... I need somebody. I need some 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 mercenaries, and it's the, the closest place is Wolfbane Dell. So I figured I'd start there. What uh, what do you need the mercenaries for? Well, we have. Are you? Well, uh, we need my companions and I. My the 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 um the the team I'm part of. We've got a bit of an issue at our research site and well none of us are warriors we're researchers and scientists so we need some muscle we've run into something we can't work our way around what are you researching at at, at this point now you can see he's kind of like you, you see him, he's just, he looks very haggard. Like he has been out in the elements um, for days on end with an oversized backpack and uh, a, a bad limp. Um, he says, uh, would it be, I'm, I'm sorry, I appreciate the ride. Would it be all right if I just, I'm very tired. Can I close, can I just close my eyes for a moment? And perhaps if we stop for the night, I'll tell you everything you want to know. We can take a break now, I think. The rest of us probably. No, it's about early lunch. evening. Could use dinner and. How long have we been traveling? Uh, today, or... I've been on the road for. Oh no, how long some... have we been traveling? Oh, you guys, you guys have been on the road for a day. Would okay. Would be for... about stopping time? Yeah, yeah. Well, we can stop now. I don't think we're going to make much progress tonight. want to get camp set up before it's too dark. We'll have someplace warm and safe and dry. How long has he been on the road for? Let's see. One, two. Yeah, he tells you he's been on, on he's been walking um, by himself for about two or three days, and he looks every bit of it. Well then, and I will—is there like a spot we can pull the wagon off, or like a? Yeah, there's plenty of. I mean, the the area around the road is is pretty open. Um, there are lots of rocky outcroppings and things like that that you could. Um, shelter the wagon and off the road if you wanted to sort of be off the uh the beaten path yeah look for one of those and pull us in there all right yeah you pull amongst three um large rocks that are sort of jutting out of the ground um forming kind of a a bit of a half circle that uh the opening of which faces away from the roads so you come up and around and park the wagon in it is there any decently sized wildlife around that looks edible? <laughs> um, make a um, perception check with disadvantage as the 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 
sort of dim light of evening begins to kind of take over. Well, Una, you want to take care of the horses? I mean, yeah, I was going to let them you know, walk around, make some flowers for them. Uh, 15. Um, 15. Uh, you can see to the northeast um, towards the Claspernetian Ridge um, and the nestled growth there looks to be a um, herd of goats sort of milling about the grasslands. Um, probably um, from you guys would be probably like 600 feet away or so. Do you guys want goat for the night? Hey, Make sure it's not any Burundo goats. We don't need that falling on our heads. Um, I prefer not to eat any goats. I mean, I can't stop you from eating them, but I don't need to eat goats. If you feel like hunting, Lex, I could send Helmy to help you. Uh, sure. Um, how do I know if they're Burundo goats? Um, I don't know. I'm not a goat herd. You could ask him, I suppose. I'm not a goat herd. <laughs> I would hope that they aren't, considering the Brundos are supposed to be that way. <laughs> They're that way. Um, Aaron, Ally, you would know that there are, you know, apart from the map that you all have, there are settlements and people sort of between the big places on the map. Um, the Eastern Range being one of those places where there are small settlements um, and the like. So the idea of a, uh, you know, goat herders or small farmers or individual hunters and trappers isn't um, out of the realm of possibilities. Uh, do they look like like goat goats, like domestic goats or like wild goats? You tell me what the difference looks like. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that you... Like, they're not like wearing hats. <laughs> like, dairy goats. Like, they don't look the same. Uh, in this world, they do. All goats look the same. Ooh, all goats look exactly the same. <laughs> There's no do, difference. Do they have civilized goats wear hats. They're, they're a <laughs> goat singularity. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Are they, yeah. like, branded like or tagged or anything? Goat. <laughs> that doesn't need to exist. With lots really of joint bad. problems because they're all just descended from one family. <laughs> they got bad hips. They don't climb so good. <laughs> they do. It just it hurts. You know. <laughs> they don't have a long lifespan then. Uh-uh. <laughs> really, this is a mercy then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, Lex, you didn't see any people like tending to these goats. Okay. It looks like it's there's about um, maybe a dozen of them or so. Um, I will try and rely upon um, old instincts from back when I was wandering the desert alone to get closer. Okay. And I have a spear. Um, you have six spears. Ready. Uh, two on me right now. I put most of them on the card. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna watch Lex like leave the cart, holding my bow and an arrow, and just shrug and go back into the cart. All right. Uh, with me if you want. Assist. You're going to assist Lex in hunting. 
Helmias. Oh, Helmias. Okay. Um. All right. Let's make a uh, stealth check. All right. Uh. All right. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um. You sort of move um from outcropping to outcropping, slowly uh gaining distance on the very kind of slow moving probably about to bed down um small herd pack gaggle of goats um and you are now about uh 60 feet away from them and they don't seem to uh notice you i was gonna say i believe a group of goats is called a congress is it no I wish, it was. I wish it was. It's called a what? A headbutt. A headbutt. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I if was you're really hoping you'd go with murder, a murder I'm, of goats. I'm sorry, Sam. It's your world. It's whatever. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. A pain in the ass of goats. A confederacy of goats. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, Got it spoken. All right, so I'm about sixty feet away. Um, none of them have noticed me yet. It seems. Mm-mm. I will chance it to try and get just a little bit closer. All right. Make a stealth check. And it seems like at this point now they've kind of bedded down. They're no longer grazing. They are staying in one spot. Uh, This is only a 13. You step out from the rocks and you see a bunch of heads turn from the grass um, and are sort of staring at you from again 60 feet away they've definitely spotted you they're not sure of what to make of you just yet just gonna very slowly lower myself into the grass (laughs) so as not to try and spook um uh, you can hear some bleeding coming. No, bleat, bleating. <laughs> you hear bleeding. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you hear some noises, some some worried kind of noises from the Confederacy of Goats. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm just trying to. Uh, I'm sorry. This is probably really uh, boring for everyone else. I'm just very uh, patiently waiting for them to calm down <laughs> before I make my next move. Okay. Hi. Would you like? Can you help me get this tent open here? Uh, Lex, as you sort of wait a moment, you hear the concerned bleating noises, and they take off running to the north. Uh, I will um, screw it I'm just going to move my full movement of 40 feet closer to the herd and yeah, they, just they... do a Hail Mary sh- uh, shot with a spear <laughs> alright <laughs> make a uh, attack or th- so you would have moved your full speed which have been 40 feet yeah. um, except they, I think they'd be out of range from you because they would have dashed away um so they're probably okay yeah they would be still like 120 feet away from you yeah and i think 
spears only have a throwing range of 60. Yeah, so. Do you chase the goats out into the wilderness? I'm not going to chase the goats forever out into the wilderness. Forever, you will. Alex comes back empty-handed. Sorry, everyone. Helmy gives, like, an owl shake of the head. Like a... (laughs) All right, so what are you guys doing at camp? And uh, Flander, you can hear like this like gentle snoring noises. He's just like conked out in the front seat of the wagon. Flander <laughs> has undone the horses and has taken them over to any piece of grass that she can. And is like using magic to like make like little flower buds for them to eat. Get flower and get flower. <laughs> what are you using to make flower buds? Uh, not buds, but, uh, sorry, blossoming flowers. So if there's any flowers, she would have used oh. uh, her cantrip to okay. make them pop up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Cliff and Clop are, they're sort of, it's kind of like whack-a-mole with flowers. They wait for you to, like, pop one up and then they <laughs> eat it up. Um, yeah. Flander, uh, look at Flander. Is he, like, really asleep? Kind of more just like, I mean, he just, as you guys stopped and set up camp, he kind of, and just, I mean, he's not like, I mean, he's asleep. Yes, he's asleep. I, okay. Uh, as I help Ally get set up, I uh, get the tent set up. Uh, I just say to him very softly in Draconic, is this your friend? I mean, you know as well as I do. You had the same vision. Uh, I'll get my spellbook out and start to cast alarm around the tent site and um, get ready to set the dome up as well. I'm glad we found him. Me too. Are we setting up the tent, the the wagon tent? Yeah. yeah so you guys you... have you have two person tent. I think two two person tents, right? Yeah. But and then the, the, the wagon, the wagon, yeah. and make like a, a big A frame kind of tent. Yeah. So you're setting that up. Yeah. Okay. You guys have so many shelter options. Yeah. yeah escape from all this rain. This constant yeah. rain. Yep. It's like somebody is obsessed with giving us different weather every day. <laughs> or the yep. same rain every day. Or sandstorms or you guys something. are just Yeah. Um but into the as night falls, um the rain ceases, but the dark clouds overhead return, blocking out the uh the moon and the stars. After camp's all set up, get a fire going and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Are we lighting a fire? I guess it's a question to have. Okay, with the fire <laughs> lit, we uh, uh, <laughs> I'll go to Flander and Flander. Hey. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, I dozed off, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, camp set up though. If you want to come. Sit by the oh, fire. Wonderful, wonderful. 
and um and he's he's a younger gnome um with kind of wild spiky hair um and he kind of gingerly crawls down the wagon um and holding his stick sort of lean leaning on it like a crutch walks towards the campfire and says it's been i didn't light a fire while i was by myself too too scared of my draw unwanted attention but you all seem and he kind of looks around he looks at the the wagon and the horses and the giant shell and so what what business are you all in um at present well we're just travelers previously we were itinerant farmers uh we were strike breakers well no strike breaker breakers um and we've been messengers (laughs) messengers yeah um guards caravan guards Kind of. And when yeah. you say that, he kind of just here to save the world. God, you said you're guards. Yeah, we defended a caravan heading from. Uh, well, I don't know how successful, but from Hornrock down to Marin's Gate. Yeah, we weren't very good at that. <laughs> oh, better than so the Green good. Necks, though. Much better than the Green Necks. And also, it was a giant griffin. You can only be so good against a giant griffin. He looks up, he says, and it, you have a flail snail shell. I've only read about those. Yeah, that one was a, one of the easier things on that trip. Hmm. Well, maybe our meeting was more fortuitous than I originally thought. Are, are you all available for hire, by chance? We have some... Urgent business to take care of in Spanifix, but after that, for sure, we're always open to propositions. Says, well, by wagon, the place where I'm going is only, should only be about a day's journey more from here. Um, if you wouldn't mind a little bit of a detour help my my team and i uh we we certainly make it worth your while what uh what's this help that you need now that we're sitting we've nowhere to go well we've i was i was i was sent out for supplies and and help um and like I said, we're researchers from Gaverfink Island, and we, well, after some research, we determined the location of what we only know really is an old site of some strange magic, and we've been investigating it. Our lead researcher went in and, well, we heard horrible noises behind the door and he never came out. 
And like I said, none of us are fighters. There's only half a dozen of us. Not a sword amongst us. And our, our knowledge of the arcane is one of trying to unravel mysteries and understand how things work. And not of the the combative sort. And well, that's that's what we need. We need somebody to go in and see if our companion's all right and perhaps clear the space out so it'll be safe for us to do our work. What kind of research are you trying to do? Gaberfink Island is a long way from here. What brings you to this area? The magical site we found. We don't quite understand it at all, really. And and most of our research was in trying to ascertain its location. The 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 texts we read were vague and and very old, but we have been spending our time poring over maps and old notes from previous excavations and exploratory events and well several weeks ago we were able to find the location it's well it's in a very large pond of all places there was a well there's a, a, a structure of some sort beneath the water and two large doors is there a name of the location where it's found? Well, it's just about uh, south. It's southwest of here. Um, you guys would be here. Um, you, and he... Do, do, do you have a map? Oh, yes. yes. Um, and he... The wagon and grab it. He points to... So you guys would be... Again, this is kind of approximations, but... You guys are about near like the S on the Eastern. Um, and it's about here. Hmm. He was traveling towards the South on the road. He was going South. Yeah. So he walked North to go South. No, he was coming from Chastile. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. He was looking for mercenaries. So he oh, came from Chastile. Okay. They got hit by ogres. With his companions, his companions were already there. He had he's been there, so he's been there before, but he got sent out for supplies and muscle. Okay. I mean, Eric, how long do we have? We have uh I think about thirty days. But we don't we don't really know how long it would take us to clear out this magical cavern maze thing. How long ago was your did your ally go inside and not come out? Well Is that a couple of weeks ago now? It, it was. We well, we found oh, getting in wasn't difficult, but once he went in, like I said, there were. It's a very strange place. We've not even begun to 
crack who who made it or or what's there but well it sounded like things went badly as soon as he went in and i was well i'm the i'm the youngest of the group and well to to be honest i know the least so they they sent me for some supplies that we knew we would need and like i said get some cell swords to help well, if you accompany us on our mission to Spanifix, uh, we can give you a ride the whole way. We can get to know you. You can pick up the uh, supplies you need while we complete our business, and then we'll come back and help you out. I have no problem doing that. Since I, 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 anyways, it'll be I need just to, as best as you walking. I can... Uh, no, I... This is This is years of work for us. I, I can't I can't delay if if I suppose if you just drop me off in Wolfbane Dell or, or uh, just uh, on the road there I can Mike make my way there in return but I can't I can't go to Spanifix I need to this is is there a reason you didn't go to Spanifix to begin with is there a reason like what the huh? Is there a reason you didn't go to Spanifix to begin with to get supplies? That looks way closer than all the way out to Chastile. And even if you were looking at getting muscle, you said Wolfbane Dell, which again is much closer. It just seems odd that you had to go all the way back to Chastile in order to actually get Well, that's the, where the rest needed. of our team is. There's a vast library in Chastile where we've been working. We're, we're, we didn't come from Gaverfink Island. That's where we're, we've been in Chastile for the past two years researching okay. this. Sorry, I'm not super familiar with this part of the Tribreeze Valley, so... Says I... I do appreciate the ride, but... I do need help. And I can't... Like I said, we'll make it worth your while. You all seem very capable. It's not so much that we don't want to help. At least I don't believe that's the nature of this group. It's just we've come into another situation that's very time sensitive that we know people's lives are on the line for as well. And not to be too harsh or anything but if it's been a couple weeks since your comrades gone in and no one's heard anything since I don't think that's going to be as pressing of what we're going to find now my condolences on that but I think we do want to help it's just we're also kind of up against the wall as well Well then, I suppose the best thing would be to just drop me off on the road outside of and then I can make my way over to Wolfbane from there. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I would like to help, but again, it's slightly out of my control. I don't be much help by myself. I'll kind of turn to ally and 
what are and more just kind of like in private whispering is like how how important do you think it is that we help this gnome seems kind of important <laughs> yes I think it is important uh, if he heads to Wolfbane and brings back mercenaries and word of this place gets out to the wrong people it could be a lot of trouble for everyone if it this place is what I think it is You know what I... What is, you remember the wellspring, right? That I told you about? Yeah. Well, if this is one of those places, someone could tap into it for great energy to do great deeds. Says you're you're all going to Spanifix, right? Our, 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 way. Site, our site is southwest from here. Not not too far of a detour. It wouldn't take us too much time, extra half a day if we went and just check it out, Eric. It's gonna be something that takes too long. And we'll come back. I thought you needed supplies too. Says I, I managed to, the the instruments and devices that we needed. I managed to, well, grab those from the wagon after it was flipped. That's hence my, my bag. It's been quite the burden. That part, I managed to get. It's the it's the help that we still don't have. Well, ally, I'm gonna f- defer to your judgment on this. I mean, I guess we don't really get the luxury of uh, having everything show up conveniently one after the other. Oh, I'm, like I said, I don't think it's too much of a detour. A little off a beaten path, but it won't cost us more than a day or two. <clears throat> Who knows? Maybe I can get more Not goats on the way. <clears throat> A coat on the way. The other thing to think about is we don't really have any food for a detour. More than I guess we really do need that goat, or I suppose you all need that goat. Do you have, looking at Flander, do you have enough supplies? For yourself to get yourself there is there is there food or are we looking at attempting to help outfit this entire party as well no we're we're, we're prepared there we've we've got our uh, a base camp set up outside the the doors and our, 
we've got a, a laboratory our, 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 our some of our equipment I was I was sent back for some odds and ends we're prepared to stay there for a long time to discern what what this place is well then it sounds like on that count it wouldn't hurt our store as much as it would otherwise I'm game for at least helping get in there all right. Well, tomorrow morning, then, we'll head to this pond and see what we find. Thank you. I, and I'm sorry to be a burden. You, you've shown me nothing but kindness. And I, like I said, we we will certainly make it worth your while. Get some breath. You've had a hard couple days travel this is a safe place for you to sleep thank you as he um, goes and huddles beneath the uh, op- open flaps of the uh, the wagon tent I think I'll take burst watch tonight Sounds good to me. You can wake me up after. Do we trip the alarm as well? Or does it have to be someone... Does anything trip the alarm? You can designate... Yeah. uh, I can tell. I say who comes in and out. I'm gonna leave camp and wander like in a circle around camp for a bit. Right. Um, let's see here. Um, as again, it's it's kind of at this point, really the dead of night. Um, Eric, make a make a perception check. Um, as you walk about, um, it is. Or do you have any kind of light with? Uh, well, no. Okay. Maybe, yeah, I assume yeah. with disadvantage then. Yeah. Eight. Eight. Um. As you're walking, Eret, to the what would be the north, you can see this. Off in the distance, um, how far, you're not sure, but I mean, well over a mile away, at least. You can see this glowing red light, um, almost like a red haze. It's kind of a sliver um, in one spot in the distance that almost seems to kind of ebb and flow up and down kind of like grows with a little bit of intensity and then dies down grows with intensity and dies down (laughs) 
it doesn't look like it's coming closer, going farther away, or anything. Or, but it's a, it is a very, it's it is a red, a red light, kind of piercing through the dark, that glows up, glows down, um, almost as if, um, you know, kind of like the crest of a sunset, right? As the sun, it's kind of like um, you know, uh, like a half circle kind of rising up from the horizon and glowing back down. Rising up, glowing down. That's cool. I'm just going to keep walking around the camp. All right. I assume, like, people... As I was, as I left, everyone was bedding down except for uh, Lex. I don't know. Is anyone else doing anything while you guys are are at camp and Flander is asleep. No, we would just bed down near the horses. It's too dark to read now. Uh, hello. Yeah. I remember the vision with the gnome, but I don't know if I remember why you were looking for him? I don't know that I told you, actually. I... So... Where I learned all the punching and things... Uh, it's the a aggressive place... touching. Yeah. <laughs> it's called uh, Blessed Pine. It's a monastery up on the Blessed Pine Mountain. There's... There was something special about the place, and I guess still special about it. There's an energy that flows through us all called Key. Kind of the base energy of everything. Uh, and at Bless Pine, there was a wellspring of it flowed out from the center of the earth and the monks there could use that tap into that energy to train and not tire it allowed them to push themselves beyond and train in many skills that they otherwise wouldn't have been able to but Recently, the, and recently is, I mean, over the last hundreds of years, the spring has begun to dry up, which I don't know what that says about much other than something's wrong. <laughs> if the earth isn't putting out its life energy anymore, then there's issues uh, but I was sent out to find a new wellspring and see if there's others like Bless Pine to see if those have also begun drying up or if they are flowing more freely now or if there are new ones new springs of key 
So if these monks or these gnomes have found something, and if word gets out about it, someone could tap into that energy and do great deeds, good or bad. How did you hear about the gnome? You were there when we heard about the gnome. Do you remember our float down the river with Brother Briar? No, I remember that. You just, I knew you were, were you looking to Brother Briar for information about the wellspring? Yes, so I, yeah. One of the monks knew of Brother Briar and his connection to the earth and sent me there to see if he had any news or information that would be helpful to us. I see. Oh, then it definitely sounds important to at least check it out. Hopefully it doesn't take long. Can't be influenced um, by your quest. <laughs> People's lives are at stake. <laughs> the world is uh, at stake. <laughs> yeah, we, that's what we should be doing, really. Um, I might return to camp. Uh, I assume everyone except Duna is awake. Lex. Um, and I'll be like, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, Lex is on. Yeah, watch, no, no. Right? Yeah. Go ahead. Cool. Uh, you guys ever seen anything like this? And I'll find out the red glow. Yeah, and it's the kind of light that if you weren't, it would almost kind of be like um, sort of like your eyes adjusting to the dark in a way. Like you really kind of have to look out before you can see it. If your eyes just kind of passed over the horizon, you might miss it. But you can see this faint red glow that intensifies and then dies down intensifies and then dies down. What direction is it? To the north of you. Have any of us ever seen anything like this? Yeah, no. No, I mean, you've all, you know, maybe red light from a sunset, you know, or a strange torchlight. Um, Make a... Kaya, make a, uh, just make an intelligence check. Ooh, 23. It seems it is not an, like, seems like an unnatural light. I'm not sure what it is, but it's. I know it's not supposed to be there. Well, it doesn't seem like it's getting any closer or anything. So, probably just have people keep an eye out on it all through the night. I could take a short flight, see through Homie's eyes, and see if I can get any closer to it. It's like on the horizon, right? It would take me some time. And can't see through Helmy's eyes after 100 feet. 
I guess I couldn't walk that far. I'm gonna turn in since it doesn't seem to be any threat. If you need anyone for watch, feel free to wake me. Is that a uh, cannibal ritual fire for the north guy? I search the ground for something I can throw at Ally. <laughs> nothing exists. There's nothing there. There's just a void around you. You have a dagger. <laughs> Stab him. <laughs> She's trying to eat me. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, there's I rocks and pepper. She's flaying me alive. Will not have cannibalism or whatever the eating of kobolds is by another race <laughs> in this camp. I believe that's called a delicacy. <laughs> Only when they're died first. Mm, purple kobold. <sighs> I'll just kind of watch uh, Air return and don't really know what to say. So I don't say anything. I'll leave Helmy with Lex and I'll turn in. Alright. Uh, Ally, as you're beginning to lay down, you can hear a clink, 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 coming from inside your bag. The sound of the pebble moving about. <laughs> I'll ignore it. Alright. Not right now, Pebble. Too much going on. <laughs> There's a lot going on. <laughs> Too many Read subplots. <laughs> Read the room, or Pebble. Read the room. Or are they subplots? Um, I'll, I'll sit up right before I lay down. Or as I lay down. <laughs> you sit up right before you lay down? <laughs> <laughs> Forward. I'll sit up as I lay down. and look at Ally. They're near where you were hatched, aren't we? I mean, as close as we've been yet. Yes. Still about a day's journey off. Are they there? Is there anything near here to worry about? I mean, beyond giant green dragons? <laughs> and goats. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's trolls. There's... Ogres, there's wolves, um, there's bears, owl bears, um, bear owls. Yeah, bear owls. Um, <laughs> and <It's> uh, adorable. <laughs> I, heard, I heard a story once about there are a tribe of men who, when the uh, weather's just right and, uh, the ground will start shaking and then they turn into like big stone people. But only when the weather's they, just right. They turn into stone people? Yeah, like like you no know, like this a, like a stone. Like that thing you throw at me. But like big. Well, I had, I had meant more of the dragon variety when I asked, but now I'll worry about stone people. 
too. Yeah, then these ones don't play drums like the other ones. No relation? Mm, uh, no. Hmm. Do they, they do they play flutes then? No, I don't think they're musically inclined. They kind of go berserk and just smash things. Oh. They're really quiet though. You never hear them before it's too late. You know. The stone people are yeah. quiet. Yeah. Just the ground shakes, and then, then you then you smashed. Yeah, I shouldn't have asked. I'm just gonna worry about dragons, control people, and stone wait, wait, wait. people. What's what's the perfect weather for them? Ooh, um, it's like when it's rained all day, but kind of like drizzly, <laughs> uh, and then it stops raining, but there's still cloud cover. I think is what it is. I look up. <laughs> Clouds. <laughs> I don't feel better having asked. Good night, ally. Good night. Outside, I'll watch, you know. Lex just kind of, like, goes to, like, you know, stretch, you know, get all the uh, uh, soreness out, and accidentally like, lean back, like, some massive, like, very precariously balanced rock pillar and just, like, knocks it over <laughs> on accident. There's <laughs> a loud boom, as, boom, boom, as rocks clatter <laughs> off of each other. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So Lex is taking first watch. Lex, make a perception check with disadvantage. Well, I suppose story. it depends on what you're doing. Are you looking or are you listening? Um, uh, probably listening at this point. Okay, so make a perception check. Hooray. In the tray would be nice. I've been thinking about uh, that. I don't think people without dark vision would be like, I'm going to look out there. <laughs> like, I'm looking, I'm looking for danger. <laughs> um, this one's a 13. 13. Um, you listening you can hear just kind of the sound of the wind and the swaying of the grass. Um, when there's this growing noise coming from the north that you can't quite place. At first it sounds like a strong wind blowing in. But then it grows in intensity and echoing across the land, you hear this. It sounds like the mix between a shriek and a howl that just kind of ah! just kind of echoes across the grasslands, um, awakening all of you as well. Um, it is I'll a drop. chilling noise um, that sounds like a 
almost like a, a, a wolf howl. And you're all woken in the middle of this noise. Una bolts up and, you know, hands on horses that are probably as equally as spooked. No. <laughs> that was fine. It's fine. I think. I think. Not being killed. I think. I will yes. reflexively light up my sword. <laughs> now. Um, I will reflexively cast mage armor on myself. And Lex, being on top of the wagon, you look to the north, and that red light is just <laughs> pulsating brighter. Uh, no less, uh, no, no bigger, but the intensity is there. And another noise bursts out across the eastern range. Does Lex before know the, Morse code? <laughs> before the light, the light just sort of dies down I don't see anything else like approaching though I just hear the noise and see the light mm-hmm. Flander, Flander is like is, is, you can just <laughs> what is that what is that noise it's gone I'm good anyone see anything people that can see I'll drop down from uh, top of the uh, wagon and check out everyone else. I'll look out I'm to guessing the you all heard that. Yeah. No one else saw the light but you, though, Lex. Yeah. That Never light that sleep. that light that uh, Eric pointed out earlier started acting up a lot more once that noise went off. There's a light. Yeah. Okay, you were asleep. Red light on the horizon. It's not coming any closer, is it? Didn't look like it. Wait a minute, stone people, light. This is Roxanne's doing. <laughs> <laughs> if I look off into the direction of where the light was and the sound, do I see anything moving? Mm-mm. And that light, again, that light was like a ways off. I mean, probably, I mean, like I said, at least a mile, over a mile away, at least. Well, that's pretty ominous. Maybe we should have uh, two people on watch going forward. Since we do have handy old Flander here. Well. You see him rustling the bag and he gets out these goggles. And he puts them over his face. And his, you can see that they have this almost like green light that kind of clicks on for a moment. You can see his eyes like, you know, like they're behind fish bowls, all kind of big. And he's just kind of blinking, like looking out in the distance. It's like, I don't see anything. It's Another. so safe here under the dome, whatever it is. Are you under the dome? I thought you guys were under the wagon. I put the dome up after I put up the alarm. But the dome can't fit the wagon in it. Not right? the whole wagon, no. No way. Okay. Does it cut the wagon in half or something? I think it technically does. Figured I'd put the tent in it. Doesn't say anything about how it interacts with solid objects. Let's see. I think here. you just need to have the ground. It's a force field, not like a solid thing. 
The spell fails if it is an if its area includes a larger creature or more than nine creatures. I don't think it can include like structures in it. Creatures and objects within the dome when you cast this spell can gotcha. move through it freely. So yeah, it would be kind of like a a tent to the tent. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was figuring. I wasn't trying to put the wagon or okay. horses in it. Yeah. You guys got layers upon layers, tents on tents on tents. That's intense. <laughs> I had to. I'm really sorry. You should be. Damn. <laughs> Minus one experience. You're back to zero. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Lex is still in the lead. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm um, back to bed. Good night. All right. How much is left of my watch then? Um, that was probably about halfway through it. Okay. I'm back to just looking at or listening to the earth. I'll All stay right. up with Lex the rest of his watch. Okay. Have staggered mm-hmm. watches, I guess. Okay. So the rest oh. of... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Kyle. No, I was just saying I was going to lay back down. So. Okay. You're going to sit, sit up before you... You're going to... Sit up before you stand lay down. Up. <laughs> stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> what? Uh, what is Taya doing in there? <laughs> Do you really want to know? Sorry, I thought there was Some a mouth. cannibal right? ritual. I feel like uh, sitting up, like the way you described it earlier, I pictured you like doing like a bridge on your head, like sitting up the opposite way that you would. <laughs> um... The rest of Lex's um, watch ends and kind of transitions over into Ally's watch. Ally, make a um, perception check. Uh, 19. 19. To the north... A ways off, you can hear some chaotic noises of what sounds like animal screams that are really intense for about 10 seconds before it all goes quiet again. Is Lex still up? Lex is out now. Did he wake up someone else? On... He he woke he woke you up, right? Oh, I thought no, you said you were gonna like stagger the yeah. So like he would wake someone up when he goes to bed. So oh, I see. Two. Okay, okay, I see. So yeah, Lex, who would you wake up? I believe Kaya said she wanted to go next because I know Ally and Kaya love hanging out together. <laughs> Just gonna call uh, me a cannibal again. Yeah, Kaya, make a perception check. Ooh, nat 20. Uh, 25. Yeah, you, you both hear um, very distressed animal sounds some distance off. Well, it sounds like goats? something found Lex's goats. Oh, I hope it stays over there. At least it doesn't sound any closer. Your dragon friend wouldn't make light like that, would he? 
not not like that. You wouldn't. But I don't even, think you'd associate that with it. Even if he did, um, he doesn't really leave his area. I'm not entirely sure he can leave his stronghold. I don't think it's Dragonfire. I don't know what it is. And hopefully it's not the nestled growth burning. Or... I don't know. I don't know what would be out there. What would make it light like that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I've heard of, you know, auroras. But I've never heard of red ones. In this world, they're called Rororas. Rororas? Because they're red. <laughs> red Roras. Red Rora Borealis. Six red R's. Rora, red Roras. Roras. And Laura over. Red. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, we keep a close watch, and hopefully, whatever it is doesn't head this way. How strong is that little dome of yours? Well, it hasn't failed us yet. It's held up against the rain. <laughs> as far as I know, it's nigh impenetrable. But I haven't had a ton of practice with it, and I haven't really, you know, put it through the ringer at all, so... Well, hopefully we don't find out tonight. Yeah. Let's keep an eye on it. And All we right. continue keeping an eye on it. Sounds good. Ally, who do you wake up? Uh, Una. For her first watch ever, I think. Uh, yes, yes it is. <laughs> Wait, why are you like? Oh, yeah, I guess we do do that. There's been a lot going on tonight, so keep an eye out and keep an ear out. Kai is up, so she can give you some pointers. That's just watching and making sure we don't die, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't see out here, but I'll listen. Um, and I'll go sit by Kaya. I just pat the blanket next to me. All right. Una, make a perception check. I will be listening. Uh, poorly. That's a six. Sleepy purple. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she had no idea how to watch in her life. Yeah. Um, listening intently. Nothing perks your ears up through your watch. Just keep gently nudging her back awake. I'm I'm awake. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle, your eyes are getting. Kyle, your eyes are getting heavy as you choose to wake up, Eret. Yes. I guess you don't have a choice. It's the last one. Well, you can wake Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why well, he's a guest? You don't wake up the guest. I look at Una as I go to lay to to wake up Eret. 
I'm gonna go lay down. Stay awake. Uh-huh, yeah. Stay awake. I'm gonna go and I'll wake Garrett up. Alright. Garrett, make a perception check. Twelve. Twelve. Again, to the north. A bit further away. You can hear another howl in the distance that sort of mixes with the wind. I'm going to so. make sure the fire is burning low. Is the dome over the fire? Or? I hadn't thought to include it, but I mean, is the okay, fire so by the, the fire's low. The fire's kind of out then, because oh. it's so cool. damp and Good. I feel like we might suffocate if we actually enclosed the fire in the dome. Yeah, that's why I wasn't thinking it was like in the <laughs> tent. Well, you can have the dome release all the smoke and everything. I, I've actually in the description. Yeah, I've never really read this before, but like, I mean, I guess it it doesn't really say anything about oh, all other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Well, it's temperature it controlled, so it doesn't need yeah, a fire yeah, inside. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's warm and dry inside. Oh, I guess it takes a minute to cast. I was going to say, otherwise, it's just like the most powerful force field in the game. <laughs> like, yeah, talking about. <laughs> can't can't move instantaneously. Yeah. Just use a wish spell to do it, and you're good. Yeah. Rope trick you can. So you just rope trick, and then <laughs> cast Tiny you... Hut. Well, I guess then the hut would be floating in the air, and you'd fall out of it. Uh-huh. Hmm. So you rope trick and then you prepare Tiny Hut? Like you ready the action to cast Tiny Hut? Takes a minute to cast though. Oh, I guess you still can't move, like release it when you get to a spot. My real question is can you cast it upside down and use it as a boat? <laughs> My understanding is like it's actually always a perfect sphere. It's just like you can only have it whatever the ground allows you to. Well, it says yeah. it's a dome. Yeah, it's a dome. Oh, it's so a you dome? Can dig under okay. It. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of, uh, like, sage advice and stuff about whether or not the dome has a floor. There's a, a big old debate yeah. about whether or not it has a floor. I think it is actually supposed to be a hemisphere, but it is written as a dome. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, somebody roll 2d6 for me. I got it. Got a seven. A seven. Watch, I'm gonna roll those for damage next time. They're both gonna be like ones. The rest of Eret's watch passes by, giving way to a cloudy and rainy morning in the eastern range. And that is where I think we will take a quick break. We will be right back. Welcome back to Duck Duck Dice. The blessed and their wagon and their new gnomish companion, Flander, are in the Eastern Range. Their next plot of their journey is to go to the research site 
where Flander and his team are studying some sort of old magical site. And to uh, recap, uh, Ally and his friends saw this gnome in a vision that was supposed to be a sign for Ally's quest to restore the key at the Blessed Pine Monastery from whence he hails. Which, fun fact, key is a Scrabble word that I played the other day. Oh, so took it. it's, it's, it's some sort of tropical plant or something like that. So I got like four points because I had three eyes. That's all I had left. Beautiful. And with that... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Scrabble has to be like the least interesting game that's ever existed. Really? Oh, I, I like Scrabble. It. Scrabble. It's a lot of fun to play with so words boring. in other languages too. Great words in other up. languages? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, I used to play it in French class all the time. So no, I guess vocab words. You came to the wrong party, man. Can we update our Twitter to like also include Scrabble strats so we can get like that cross uh there's a natural mesh point between the D D community and the Scrabble community. Yeah, we can be that nexus. So it is the Morning. Um, should let me mark a day on the calendar. Uh, it is the twentieth of Beamren, or no, sorry, Tilmir, the summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, mark off the ration. Who needs rations? Not I. All right, knocking off both our rations. Oh, I'm a duck. They were tasty. So you only need to mark off. Una's good. Yeah, I think yeah. We Although each have our own at this point with yeah. Oh, does mine? Yeah. Yep. So we are down down to four. So there's a light drizzle in the morning, um, and Flanders is up. Flander, sorry, not Flanders. Flander is up, um, and he's got a vial out. And he says, um, he guess it says to, 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 again, uh, for, for, for keeping watch in the night and for being so willing to take this, this detour on your journey, I, I wanted to give this to you all. It, 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 and maybe it'll help you out with the problem we're facing at our site. Um, it is a potion of healing. Which I don't know if you guys have had a single potion of healing. I have one in my inventory. Oh, do you? I think we found it in. Oh, we found it in the Griffin Nest, I think. Or the Troll Cave. It might have been in the Troll Cave. We found it somewhere. Oh, the Ogre Cave. Right, ogre, right. Ogre, yeah. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. So whoever wants to take that may take it. I think I should take it. Okay, I will grab it. He gets beat up the most. All right. Any, any, that noise in the night, anything else come of that? The animals were a bit upset a few times, but beyond that. Yeah, I didn't hear anything or see anything when I was up. 
I just give Una a knowing smirk. <laughs> All right. Nothing to come to camp, though. I will begin taking down the canopy. Right. Let's get this detour out of the way. Packing everything and attacking the horses. the horses. Yep. Scuff my foot through my alarm and dome circle. <clears throat> Breaking the spell. And we move out. Um, Not far into the journey in the morning down the main road, Flander uh, points off... Um, Sort of south southwest, off of the road, um, telling you to cut through the um, eastern range, um, heading towards the site of their uh, research location. So, uh, ally, you take the the horses off the road and begin. These sort of up and down, uh, hilly and rocky journey as you sort of snake between the outcroppings up and down the hills, uh, following Flander, Flanders' directions. Um, tells you it'll be a little bit faster uh, than it would have been on foot, and you guys should reach the site within uh, by midday. Keep an oh. eye out for anything that might cause issues. Alright. Make a perception check. It's uh, an eight. An eight. Other than a few kind of scattering of uh, confederacies of goats... Uh, you do not see any, uh, danger afoot. While you guys are traveling, is anyone else doing or saying anything? Um, I'm going to sit in the back of the wagon and, uh, pop into Helmy's eyes for a little bit. I'm going to search around the wagon for like mice or small birds or big bugs or something like that. All right. Uh, make a perception check with advantage. Owls do what? Oh, that's 14. 14. Um, there is a sort of looking around. It's hard to, you know, look into the grass and things like that, but you do see um, a fairly large, um, you know, comparatively speaking, slug stuck to the side of uh, one of the rocks that you pass uh, by. Have Helmy reach down and snag that its talons and bring it back to me in the wagon. All right. And uh, I'll call out in Draconic breakfast. You hear a chink, chink, chink of coins kind of um, moving about as the dragon, pseudo dragon, shoots out of the um, the shell and flies 
into the back of the wagon. Um, as as it shoots by Flander, he oh what was that? <laughs> get down, everyone, get down! <laughs> Don't worry, he's safe enough. He's just part of the mini caravan. That's all. And is kind of oh, a pseudo dragon. This is this is quite the wagon you all have here. It is. Has many interesting stories. Um, and the you kind of get as you see the uh, pseudo dragon kind of perch itself at the back of the wagon, uh, looking inward at you, Kaya. You get this very impatient feeling about you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I reach out towards him with the slug in my hand, and it quickly scampers forward with a little uh, flap of its wings and gobbles up this slug uh, before flying back in and a splash of coin sound ringing out from the shell. And, and you get, you feel um, a little sense of gratitude, Kaya. Uh, more of a, um, a, uh, oh, what is it? Like a, uh, you know, when, when somebody says like, you know, thank you and you're welcome. Not really out of like a, like, oh, wow, thank you. But just out of courtesy, you get that kind of. That's the thing that you do. Yes. A hollow, yeah. a hollow, <laughs> a hollow, gratu- uh, like graciousness is what you get. It's a child. It you, you left the gratitude, <laughs> the service of one dragon and became a servant to a new one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's red too, isn't it? Don't, don't, don't. We're just we're just examining all the facts here, Kaya. Please don't. I learned it from you. <laughs> also, please don't. <laughs> Keep my eye out the back of the wagon. All right. You all press on, rolling over the hilly and rocky terrain of the lower eastern range. Um, uh, And the weather remains unchanged as the light gray uh, the, the light gray clouds continue to sort of just let loose a little bit of a drizzle over the area in your wagon um but by about midday uh after being on the road for um four or five hours or not even on the road sorry uh traveling through uh the wilderness uh Flanders sort of begins to excitedly exclaim to you, Ally, like, there, there it is! There's the pond! I see it! And you can see that there is um, this large angular rock kind of jutting out of the ground, um, and at the base of it is this large pond uh, with reeds kind of growing up around the outskirts of it. Oh, we're almost here, guys. Seems we can uh, see what... Uh... 
planned our needs and maybe get on our way. Does it look anything like the area around your monastery? Is the pond there too? I give Kaya a sharp look and ignore the question. I quickly get a book out and shove my face into it. <laughs> Lex looks to see if the book is actually upside down. <laughs> <laughs> What color's the ring? <laughs> what co yeah. What color's the ring, Kaya? Green. Very green. I put the hot rock on Kaya's head. You're all starting to get the green as the color of embarrassment. <laughs> all right. Uh, Flanders uh, jumps down off of the wagon and retrieves his bag from the back. Uh, you see him rummaging through it and he pulls out uh this a big pair of boots um that seem to have almost kind of like a metal horseshoe type kind of thing on the bottom um he's just kind of laying on the guards like these are always so difficult to put on but they they make the journey down a little bit easier how, i guess i should have asked how are you all swimming swimming i'm fine at it uh I don't know about the rest of them. I don't think I've ever had to. Ever. I guess I'm okay at it. I've never been swimming before. Well, we're going into the pond. <laughs> Wait, Kai, weren't Wait. you in the water with me when we went to go get the mirror? Yeah, but I didn't really... I, she didn't like it. Dude, and <laughs> she also didn't like swim. I just kind of like pushed myself through the water. With a rope. That's called swimming. Yeah. There was a rope involved. Uh oh. <laughs> is is there air? How long? How far do we have to swim before we can breathe again? It's about it's about forty feet down. Hmm. Wait, you want if me you to know? Go? If you can't swim, you just sink, and then you'll be fine. Right? I believe you float at that point. I don't know, but, but uh, under the water. Yes, there's there's a there's a hatch. The camp is under the water. Yes. Kaya, I think I can help get you down to wherever this thing is quickly, as long as we know the way. Maybe I'll just, just want a rope. Here. Like I'll just watch the cart. Um, yeah. Can go with him and take a rope and then yeah you just follow the rope down I think I'll die on the way down you'll be fine Una no how do you hold your breath for that long it's like how do you... three seconds <laughs> I could always rage swim us down there like 20 seconds tops you'll be fine 20 seconds actually what does athletics do for swim speed no I think it makes it so. It's, it's I think just normal. It's... Uh, maybe. Checking now. 
realize that we are definitely going under the water, I open up the haversack and I put my spell books inside and anything else that I'm afraid of getting wet. I still move at probably reduced speed in water. Okay. This is not far. You won't have to swim swim far. If the gnome can make it walking, I'm pretty sure we can all make it swimming. When you said 40 feet underwater, you mean like 40 feet down or 40 feet but underwater? It's sort of at an angle. Okay. This isn't so much a pond as it is a a water-filled tunnel, if you will. Do we have visibility in the waters? Are pretty murky. It's. It looks like it's pretty murky water. Yeah. He says to Ally, "The rope might not be a bad idea, actually." I'm going to take well, my calligrapher's supplies and my forger kit out and put them in the wagon. I'll put my books in the wagon. When I was just leaving her whole bag. Okay. Anything you need to take with you? I can carry this bag. It's watertight. Well, it's airtight. All right. Now we test Leoman's tiny hut. I, as everyone's unloading their stuff into the wagon, I um, send a cast alarm around the wagon and the horses. And I do the Uh, mental ping this time. Okay. I have the wagon contents page up if people just want to list off everything they want to put in there. I got the forgery kit for Ally. Uh, just say... Supplies. Yeah, the only thing you need to say is just Una's bag. And that'll be Same everything. With Same with Eretz. All right, so um, you see uh, Flander kind of get the backpack back on, which it's like like two and a half times his body size. I mean, it rises up like well over his head as he sort of he like lifts up his foot. He's like, eh, 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 just walking towards the pond and then starts to kind of like shuffle into it, like up into his knees and says, so we going in? I think um, we yeah, are. Let me just un- I'm going to like undo the horses from the cart then tie them to the tree, but giving them a really long lead. There's not a tree nearby. Ooh, okay. Well, they're going to be untied, so I'll tie them to the cart. Okay. But they're going to be able to move around. Just picket them. There's got to be a ground picket in that wagon. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going to tie a rope around my waist and give the other end to Lex. All right. I guess you could tie this my- around the wagon we can uh you can follow us down you see flander put on those big goggles again and take a ring out of his pocket and he puts it on and uh begins to into the mud and you see uh you know, walk out his, his, on top his of head going in, in the backpack <laughs> yeah, the backpack and, and ally just sort of disappear down in on, um, on top of the water, walking along yeah. next to him. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you didn't just try to, like, swan dive in with the, <laughs> the ring on. <laughs> um, very much freaking out. And then I'll get to where I like can see him still, but not 
when I'm starting yep. to lose sight of him, I'll just take the ring off and <laughs> splash <laughs> into the water. <laughs> Ally disappears beneath the murky surface of the water. Um, and uh, the, I mean, true, true to his word, it is a, it's a wide sort of, the pond itself is probably about 30 feet wide or so, um, but it very quickly kind of slopes down in a funnel sort of style uh, with a tunnel that goes at an angle down deeper into the ground. Um, Ally, you can see is he's just kind of like plodding along uh, along the bottom of the tunnel, um, seemingly breathing as normal um, and using his goggles to kind of cut through the darkness um, in the uh, in the water. He marches on for about 40 feet and then you see this um it is a and you, you have dark vision so i guess you'd be able to see this underwater um it looks like a large metal um plate with this sort of spiraling handle affixed to it which he grabs a hold of and begins to lift up um and you watch as the water does not rush down into the hole and he kind of throws it open um, and drops down into it. I will follow him and I'll give a All tug right. on the rope. All right. I would have fastened it to the cart by now. So I'll turn to Kai and Una. It's like your turn. Just follow I the rope down. No. I'm going to be going right behind you guys to make sure you make it, so. Yeah. I'll just go first. Alright. Just hand over hand with the rope. Just keep following it. I'll look up at the shell, the flail snail shell. On the elephant draconic. Keep an eye on things. And I'll follow the rope into the water. Take a real big breath and pull myself through the water on the rope. The last thing you kind of feel in your head is like a you keep an eye on things. <laughs> <laughs> I send a mental raspberry, like cool raspberry at him in my brain. Really, really, like really focus on the image as I'm getting into the water. Uh, and you all pull yourselves through the murky depths. Ally, um, as you drop down after Flander, you find yourself in a you drop down and your eyes kind of adjust as you find yourself in this small but dry um, brown rock kind of cavern, um, well lit with um, these small orbs, uh, four of them, casting this kind of glowing light that sort of just hang in the air. Um, Different from the orbs that Kaya have, these look like physical objects that are emitting a light. Um, and there are these two long rows of tables covered in pieces of paper and scrolls, um, beakers and bottles filled with uh, different sorts of liquid, all sorts of these uh, pseudo-mechanical-looking um, trinkets and tools kind of scattered about, and... Um, four gnomes kind of pouring vigorously over all of these materials, which is a sight that also greets the eyes of the other characters as they um, 
pull themselves down through the hole, falling to the ground uh, below. And Flanders is kind of sitting on the ground and taking off of his boots. Uh, and there are just kind of four looking surprised uh, gnomes all staring back at you. And one of them says, well, Flander, you took long enough getting back here. I'm, just, I'm sorry, sir. It, 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 we uh, there were problems, but I've I've got what we need. And I brought help as he motions to the <laughs> pile of soaking wet uh, party members of the blessed yeah, on the ground. Um, like, I'm going to circle like this was horrible. Why did we do this? <laughs> um, and the 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 air has this weird smell to it from these uh, different reagents and stuff that are being um, boiled and bubbled and mixed together at one of the tables. But at the far end of this small cavern, which really isn't, uh, it's probably about maybe 30 feet long, 15 feet high. Um, there are these two large black metal doors with intricate carvings on them. Um, and, you'd swear you could almost hear a humming sound coming from um, either behind the doors or the doors themselves. It is a strange little cavern with, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a dry cavern beneath a pond with gnomes inside of it. And you can see looking up that at the hatch, the water you can see it's kind of like rippling above and it doesn't come down through it. Um, and Flander pulls out a wand from his coat and just sort of flicks and there's a little spark and the, the door shuts. That's disconcerting. So how do you leave when you want to leave? Well, we... Well, like, like this and he kind of whips the wand and he just kind of starts to float up into the air. You have to go out the same way? <laughs> oh no. Only one way in, one way out. I don't know and why the... I take into account to be so much magic here. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, uh, fine. Better than Una right now, it looks like. <laughs> well, what a... Uh... Flander said you were having some issue. One of your compatriots, your cohort, has gone into the doors and not come back. Uh, the older gnome that seemed to kind of be giving some shit to Flander says, Yes, that's right. The name is, is Garblo, and I'm the lead researcher here. We sent in my son not long ago after we ascertained how to open the doors. I heard some horrible noises from inside. And, well, seems like Flander decided that you all were capable of going in there and dealing with any danger so we can get about our work. What exactly is your work? Well, we're researchers. And for some time, we've been looking into rumors of old magical sites where experimentation and 
strange magical practices were conducted. Seems that this particular location was used by an old band of elves who, well, we don't exactly know their intentions here, but we believe that there'd be some source of old magical power behind those doors. And based on some of the readings and our first experimentations, well, it's a strange magic. Either unknown or corrupted, we are, we're not sure exactly. Maybe there's a reason this place was sealed up and closed off and sunk underwater. Well, based on our research, it seems like this was actually the original location that they not necessarily, it didn't wind up here. This is where it always was. Beneath the ground. Hmm. But we know how to open the door. That's all we know so far. More water inside, like out here? Not from what we could tell. Okay. What do you to be plan? honest, we don't know much of what's in there at all. But there's certainly some sort of magical aura here. Yep. <laughs> and what do you plan to do with your research once it's complete? Well, first we must understand what's here. And then from there, well, you see, for years it's just been about finding this place. And now that we have... We must understand what is here, understand its nature, and then from there we plan on reporting back to our our compatriots at Chastile and Gaverfink, seeing what is possible going forward. We're in for this for as much as discovery as we are for practical purposes, for we know not yet what we could do with this, even if as we don't know exactly what's here. Were you saying something, Kyle? I was asking, uh, why have you been looking for it for so long? For the excitement of discovery. To find the unknown, to reveal truths about the world, to, if possible, harness power for for whatever purposes it may allow us to further our research, our understanding, our knowledge. Well, give us a moment, would you? Certainly, certainly. Move back over to the hatch. Well, do we want to take a look at this place, or what's... I'd certainly like to poke my head in I'm already down here I don't want to go back up yet I really don't want to go back up yet if we just postpone that for as long as possible sorry Una I guess we're already here I'm okay with trying to check things out a little bit more Aaron are you alright with all this I mean I already agreed to it alright Garblo we're in uh, very good, very good. And we we shall reward you well. We 
we don't have gold, but we'll, we, we, we promise we'll make it worth your while. The, the inventions of Gaverfink are well known, and we will happily provide you with something worthy of the effort. All right. Well, no sense dilly-dallying around. You know how to open it. Open it. Fair oh. warning, we will be closing it behind you. In that As case, we... while we're in there, can you uh, watch over our stuff up above? Oh. Yes, you... Cap. Stuff. Our car. We got our car wagon and horses. Wagon. Ah, yes. We'll send somebody up. For what it's worth, we haven't detected any danger outside of this area. But we'll keep an eye on your things. All right. All right. Anything else before you guys head in? What does the door look like? Like, what's on it? So, the doors themselves are um, seemingly almost as high as the ceiling. They are um, large vertical double black metal doors uh, with these very intricate carvings on them that don't necessarily seem to be a discernible language um, of any sort. And the symbols themselves um, make a, uh, make an arcana check. Kaya. I'm good at arcana. 19. 19. Um, The, while not being able to discern necessarily what these carvings depict in their entirety, um, you are getting, you're seeing some little things like a little, you know, a bob and a weave there, uh, you know, a, a, a check and a dot there that um, conjure up some like symbols and insignia that you've seen um, representative of both um of just of elemental things of, of of elemental nature um but these are also very old and very strange um but yeah that's kind of what you get something something you you're seeing symbols of of fire and water and and things that are related to the elemental planes that exist sort of between the worlds. I know we were already going to take care, but take care. I recognize some of these symbols. They have me slightly worried for what's behind the door. I can't really make it out, though. Well, I will uh, re-up my mage armor before we go in as well. All right. Then we'll also cast mage armor. Sounds good. I guess I'll light up my sword. Okay. Uh, Two of the other gnomes approach the doors on your flanks and pull out their own wands and touch them to the door and the lines and markings on this black metal entrance light up with this uh, 
this kind of blue aura and the doors with an ancient creek open uh, to a gap about four feet wide that um, looks like leads down a set of stairs with this faint glow coming from the bottom. If we need out, you'll, says, you'll just, good luck uh, to you. If we need out, we'll, if you'll let us out if we, like, if we knock. If we, yeah. Knock four times and we'll let you out. Okay. Four times. Okay. Not five. Any more and we'll blow the place up. <laughs> Six is right out. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys head in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You walk through the gaps. Taking a final look over your shoulder, there's this Flander standing at the far back of the cavern. He just gives you a thumbs up as the doors <laughs> slam behind you. Um, it was probably like the thumbs up was the most ominous part of this whole thing. <laughs> uh, Lex, Una, Kaya, and Ally. As you guys, as the door shut, you just, not that you feel something is off, but you just feel off a little bit. Something like kind of an internal itch that you can't quite, quite scratch. Um, sort of like, I don't know, there's just something different about this place. And you can see hanging in the air is this and everyone can see this there's almost like this strange haze like there is a mix of dust and glitter and light kind of just cast throughout the area it kind of hangs in the air um it doesn't get disturbed as you move through it like you know as if you were you know you kicked up some dust and walked through it um it just sort of seems to slowly float and hang in the air. To try and again, to... you're standing at kind of the, the 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 top of what looks like a uh, 25 foot long set of um, stone steps that lead downward. And there's this kind of unnatural light hanging in the air, like you guys can all see in here. Um, even those of you without dark vision, despite the lack of any kind of like torch light or real light producing objects that you can see. It's very strange. Um, to try and discharge some of the static or just like weird feeling I have, I'm gonna try and just do the tech magic uh, thing. See if that makes me feel any better. Okay. Like glow any different colors. Um. Yeah. So uh, as Lex kind of his eyes kind of shift and he tenses up for a moment. Lex turns into this, this this light emanating from him is this like prismatic array of different colors that seems to shift and morph. Um, there is, and Lex, you feel this place is choked with magical energy. Um, but what it is, is very, I mean, it's not, you can't put your finger on it at all. There's a lot going on here. Do I feel any better uh, after doing that? 
Um, again, it's not not really. You just feel it, again. It's just something like like what is that? This is it's called anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the room look like? Well, you're standing at the top of the steps still. Okay. I'm going to go down. Yeah, it's, down it's just steps. kind of a, it's a sloped down kind of ceiling. Um, and everything um, seems to be uh, this, uh, like a black stone. The, the walls, the ground, uh, the steps um, is this very um, kind of a smooth, dark stone. Okay. Being oblivious to like everything going around, yeah. I'm just gonna start going down the stairs. All right. Um, I'm hoping that I did this right, and I don't reveal the whole map to you guys in an instant. Um, nobody look at roll twenty. Uh, it's too late. Well, just 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 one of you look at roll t- twenty just for a quality check. All right, so. Um, Clinton, just look at rule 20 for me, okay? okay? Is it dark? It's black. Okay, good. All right, I did it right. Ha <laughs> 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 Okay. Um, let's see here. So, Eric, you oblivious to everything. Everyone can look at rule 20 now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you walk down the steps and what you are able to see is you step down the stairs and in this room which the ceiling from the floor to the ceiling are these um, smooth dark stone pillars four of them and uh, flanked on either side and in front of you are these large statues that seem to be made out of the same stone that the rest of the structure is of these just hooded figures um, tall slender figures who are holding these orbs uh, again just made of stone in their hands um, and that's what you're able to see the 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 inside of the room this place seems to have been carved out of the earth itself. Um, And every once in a while, as you look at the ground or the floor, you almost see this. It's almost like it's out of the corner of your eye, but this like a flicker of color along the surface as if different colored lights are kind of like dancing in the grains of this stone. Uh, There is an entrance or there. The hallway continues um forward uh over oops uh there's a hallway here and then sets of stairs that seem to lead down um flanking both sides of the uh the room i'm gonna go to the center um does the the first the big statue have a light in it uh no and again like it's so it's strange because you are underground encased in a stone structure there are no torches there are no lamps but you can see like there's there's light coming from seemingly everywhere um where you can see as normal but the source of what is allowing you to do this is not 
anywhere to be found from what you can see. I will move Is in everyone else following you? Yes. Yeah. Very okay. slowly. Let's split up, gang. <laughs> I think it's smart move. Cover more ground. Yeah, we can send Duna off by herself, and the rest of us go a different way. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's five of us, five uh, entrances out of, or exits out of this room. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, what Just could go wrong? Make sure you scream loud enough if something happens, so we can all do, join up. Do, do, do. All right, I'm gonna look down this first left. I'll look down the first right. Clicking, clicking, clicking. I'm gonna look straight ahead. So you see, um, looking down, you can see that the the room is mostly empty. Uh, There is a large stone um, sort of slab of a table uh, that is built into the center of the room. Um, But it looks mostly empty. Uh, or it looks completely empty. Uh, and there is a set of stairs that leads further down in that direction. Well, we want to check the perimeter first and see what we find. Lex, you said you were going to check out this room? Yeah. Take a peek in? All right. Why didn't it? Can you see? Did that pop up? No. I just see it's a like, yellow line. Yeah. Oh, that's because I'm just drawing a line. I'm not doing <laughs> the reveal. <laughs> I was like, why isn't this connecting? Um, there we go. Different polygon tool. So looking down into the room, um, Lex, you can see that there are there's a stone platform um, with uh, a stone slab kind of built at the top and on top of the stone slab you can see that there are um, these three glass domes um, resting on the table uh, and a set of stairs leading down um, to the left there's something weird over on this side, but looks like stairs leading up. Oh, and sorry, I, I forgot to mention. There's a door. There's a door here. Yeah, yeah. I think everything's gonna lead us north, from my understanding. This is where yeah. the yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's north. But yeah, there's a table we, with some weird glass stuff on it. Do we want to open the door and look down there real quick, and then make a decision? Yeah, I think Before we open the door, I'm going to look around the ground and see if I see any blood or traces of Garblo's son in this room. Uh, make an investigation check. 
that's not even on the map. Oh, that's not that good. Thir that's a nine hmm? out of six. Uh, uh, I can math. Sixteen. I Sixteen. Um, there is a uh, sort of well, let me see here. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no real signs of of anyone being in here. What was the statue again? Uh, just these tall, slender, cloaked figures. Um, no real discernible um, features about them. Well, left or right? Did we want to hmm. check the door? Oh, well, check it. I'll look for traps. I'll move back into right. the room. Make an investigation check. For the traps. Ooh, and at 20. That twenty. Good roll. Yep. Uh, Which is a twenty-five. You, nice. As you approach the door, um, you can see that there is something on the door—a a slight, faint line of some sort of glyph on the door. Um, that's not part of the door. Does it look magical? Uh, yes. Can I discern what it does? Uh, make a arcana check. This one was not a nat 20, unfortunately. But I got a 16. 16. Um, you're not really able to... Uh, it, well, it, lo it looks magical. Whatever it is, there's some sort of magic on this door that's been placed on the door. Could you say that again? Uh, there, it, it looks like something magical has been placed on the door. Hmm. Hey, uh, Kaya, could you come take a look at this? Sure. I'll come forward and... From wherever Arid is standing, take a look. See, make an Arcana check. Oh, that's a twelve. Twelve. Um, there's definitely something magical with this door. Um, that's been not the door. The door itself is not magical. Something has been slapped onto this door that is magical. Oh. Uh, I don't know what it does. I might be able to dispel it. Maybe. Uh, let's just leave it there and go a different way. I don't want to mess with this right now. Okay. So left or right, then? I mean, the right is more... It has those domes in it. I don't think we should be touching things, but... All right, it right seems it more is. Interesting. Okay. Better than wrong. Right up to the worst. <laughs> Eric goes and touches it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, but you can, as you get closer, you can see that they are. There are these glass domes that um, seem to be covered in dust, obscuring what's ever inside of it. Um, I'll come to the first one and 
there is a faint light whose source you can't quite tell. You know, it's not like you see like, oh, there's a, you know, a glowing chicken in there. Uh, there's just some light like emanating out of it um, as you kind of smear away some of the dust. And as you touch the dust, uh, the uh, glass itself feels very warm. The glass isn't really transparent without the dust. Uh, the glass is transparent, but again, there's just a, a light kind of coming, coming from it. But again, like it, no object necessarily that's emanating the light. There's just this glow coming from inside of it. Hi, don't you have like that spell that lets you see what magic items are? I do. It takes a little time to do, though. Well, we got time. Well, okay then. Yeah. I'll slide my book out the bag and open it up and start to cast Identify. Would it make sense to take one of these orbs over to the door and identify near both of them? You can only do one object at a time. Which you would know because I've done Identify so many times. Yeah, but I ignore that. No, I can't do more than one at a time. Okay, so you're casting Identify. You're taking a minute and, and casting it as a ritual on the first one that Eric touched. Taking ten minutes, I believe. Yeah, oh, ten minutes. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, ten yeah, minutes. Because it's ritual. I'm not casting it. Right. Ten minutes. Spell slot. I feel like since this happens so often, the rest of us would have come up with like a dice game or a card game or something <laughs> to do while she's casting this. <laughs> You guys got Cat's Cradle going on? Yeah. (laughs) And as to that door, I don't think we should touch it. And I have to touch this to make the spell work. Touch away. Hopefully the rest of the orbs are the same thing, but we'll never know. Anyway, I cast Identify. While she's playing with that orb, I'll go pick up the second orb. It's unfortunate that the dice game the, 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 the glass like, means we have to touch the There's door. like a glass like a the glass dome you're touching it. Is that what you said? What so orb are you picking up? She's picking she's touching the first glass dome. Yeah, they're they're kind of like um bell jars. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a bell jar. Yeah, you could pick up, right? Yeah, there's like kind of a uh, uh there's a um you know the the kind of half dome uh what are those things that like you know chefs you know like they serve food under like what are those things it's they're kind of like that but made of glass don't a lid don't don't open no. anything eric but Jesus. as you as you wipe off as you, you touch the second one it feels very cold i'm gonna release some who knows what into here better figure out what they are first how many domes are there? Three. Three. I'm gonna go touch the last one as well. Uh, yeah, as you do, there is, um, and there's, and again, there's, you know, you touch it, you kind of wipe off off the this thick layer of dust that's on it, and there's just this, this this light emanating from it, um, and that third one you touch um, almost seems to have a a barely discernible vibration. Yeah. Cool. Um, Just we'll wait for Kaya to finish her. Yeah. So you guys all play Cat's Cradle, and um, 
you take the 10 minutes and cast identify Kaya, but um, you don't really learn anything. This doesn't seem to be a, like the glass dome itself. Um, it's, well, let's see, she's an object. <clears throat> The these glass domes almost seem to be insulators to magic. Well, the dome isn't inherently magical. Obviously, what's inside of it is. But Based on the markings of the door, these are some elemental-type powers. Should we crack one open and see what's under it real quick? That's not a good idea. I think we just leave them. They seem to be stable enough that dust has grown on them. We might need them for later in, so why don't we continue going forward until we had a dead end that looks like it might correspond to him. Mess with him then. I'll kick the dirt around a bit. Yeah, there's no... And again, it's strange. It's almost like... um, Because there's no... This whole place, despite it being ancient and old and underground, there's not dust or dirt anywhere other than like the globules of like I said, like glitter and dust and almost like indiscernible light kind of hanging in the air like a haze. Um, but dust seems to have kind of almost like clung to these glass, um, these glass uh, half like kind of glass jars. All right, let's head to the north here then and see what we see down the stairs. All right. All right. Nope, I don't want just the line. I want to reveal. Okay. There's too much technology. So you'll see that there is on the map a piece of the wall is missing, but it's not. Pretend it's not. Secret passage. Uh, You looking down or walking down the stairs, ally. Um, you can see what is very clearly on the ground a burnt and smashed corpse of a small gnome. Turn back. Well, I think I found Garblo's son. Do we want to, uh... take things a little slower here on out? suppose should we take his body back then we can get it I mean I don't know what's done it to it I'm gonna look around this room to see if there's any kind of sign of what would have done this make a perception check uh 12 plus 6 18 
18. Um, looking at around the room, you can, again, very similar sort of, um, I mean, the same kind of structure, all carved out of the same dark stone. Uh, there's a table, like a slab in the corner um, that is empty. Um, the, this place seems... It's weird because it seems abandoned, but it doesn't have, like, you know, if you go into an abandoned building or something like that, there's cobwebs and dust and debris um this place is just like empty as if everything that was here originally just kind of was was moved out or is gone other than those those glass domes that you all found but it's clean but it's very empty but you don't see any signs of anything else other than the charred remains of garblo's son all right, well, wait here, and I'll let me poke in and make sure there's nothing around in this other room. I'm going to sneak Oops. Uh, over to here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, make a stealth check. I hand ally a stick. <laughs> uh, 27. Nice. nice. Very sneaky kobold. Um, let's see. Poking your head around. You poke your head around the corner, half standing in the wall, um, and you see that there is this. Um, it looks like a pool of water, um, but a a sort of greenish blue um, sort of color to it that seems to just kind of shift. And while there's no wind or anything like that there's just this extremely slow kind of rippling to the water or what looks like water it looks like liquid in this pool um you can see the uh here uh yeah there's a and actually you'd be able to see across um as well Uh, into the next room. God dang it. <laughs> I just did the polygon again, didn't I? You guys got to tell me when I'm doing this. I look like a fool. <laughs> what? We don't notice until there's like a nice little line there. It's like, wait a yeah. minute. We don't see it until you already know. <laughs> it's too late. There's no point in telling you when you fuck up. Oh. You can see across into the next room, um, which looks... Um, I mean, similar to the other ones. Can't get much detail from here, though. Well, motion back. And there's, yeah, and there's a hallway or another door here. I'll motion back to the group and try to collect Garblo's son's body. All right. Pick up Garblo. Well, I was. <laughs> Garblo's son's body and uh, yeah come back to the group with it 
Well, do we want to take it back up the stairs and we might as well. bring it to the door? Yeah. yeah. Anything down there? Uh, I'm two couple rooms. One's got some kind of weird liquid in it. Say so as we make our way back to the stairs. All right. Guys, yeah, you go back to the stairs uh, and up, carrying the remains of the body. Four knocks. Was that four? Was it? That, was, that, that sounded like five. three. That, was, that sounded like three. That was four, but okay, that was definitely four. All right, and the uh, the doors open up outward again, and some gnome heads kind of peek around the corner at you. We have bad news. Better blow. And Garblow sees you, and the look on his face is one of there's sadness, but there's also like he knew he knew that that was going to be the case. Um, and he sort of clears an area of the table. And says, "Please put 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 him here gently." Um, are you guys going back out into the cavern? Uh, yeah, might as well. Yeah, I guess. Okay, and they shut the doors behind you. And Garblo kind of just looks over the body and says, "He wanted to be the first to go in." It was wasn't myself, it was him who deciphered the text that led us here. That was a proud day for me. And the danger within? Yeah, it's un unknown to us at this point. Didn't spot anything. Out of the ordinary, or <clears throat> that had any kind of malice to it, other than just place itself. I think we'll head back down. See, there was more left to explore, but we found him and wanted to make sure that. We got him back to you. He's kind of sniffles a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. I just need a moment. And uh, Flanders asks, So are you going back in? Yes, I think we will. He did ask us to clear it out. If you go in. And something did that to him. Una's not ready for a swim yet, so... No, but yeah, we should... Yeah. And they reopen the doors for you. And shut them behind you. Well, let's check out this pool you found. See mm -hmm. if we can find whatever it is that... burnt that gnome... 
there is a door here. Um, similar in structure to this one here. Oh, you want to check it over, Eric? Make sure there's not another glyph on this one. Sure. Uh, on my way over, I'm going to throw a pebble into the not water. Um, as you throw it in, it just kind of... It doesn't plop like into like as if it were water. It drops down in this little almost kind of mist of green and blue kind of spirals up and then dissipates into the air. Maybe that's not mess with the pool. Mm-hmm. No. No. Ever seen anything like it before? Read anything about anything like this before? Uh, make a... Uh, hmm. Yeah, make an arcana check. Right, good die. Don't fail me now. Ooh, 18 on the die. Uh, 25. Um, yeah. yep, 25. <laughs> this substance whatever it is is definitely not water um it is and the the when the rock the the behavior of, of the rock um it seems like it's corrosive in nature whatever it is um but it seems Whatever it was, it, this was probably not its original, how like manifestation. Um, but it's not a liquid. Well, don't touch it. But I'm still relatively sure it's not what happened to that gnome. It's definitely not water. Don't touch it. Oh, I wasn't planning to. Not after that pebble disappeared into vapor. Um, I got a a 16 on the investigating the door for traps and stuff. Okay. Um, Yeah, the the door uh, looking at it, you can see the same sort of faint lines that you could before, but they they seem dimmer. Um, or like there was a similar glyph on this door, but no longer. Um, and ally, as you're kind of looking at this pool, oh, there's something just familiar about whatever this is. But again, like kind of like I said to Kyle, like it seems like like you feel like you know what this is but it's almost like corrupted. Like you feel a closeness with whatever this is, but like it's, it's, it's changed. It's been tainted. Uh, and yeah, so Eric, the, that whatever, there was a glyph at one time on this door, but it seems to have been 
dispelled. Um, okay. Does it appear to be locked? It does not. I will uh, step away from the door then. Everything looks good. Um, doesn't appear to be any jabs or locks or anything. All right. Let's see what's behind it then. I will open the door. All right. The other one's Lex, isn't it? Yeah. Not Eric. It's fine. Yeah. It's, uh, opening the door, um, you can see a similar pool um, of that substance. Um, two unlit brazers um, at the far end of the room along the wall um, and wide sets of stairs flanking off to the right and left. The stairs going up or down? Down. I'll slowly move into the room. All right. I will follow. Same. Yeah, I'm going in. In me. Kai's leaving. <laughs> Done. Uh, Done with this. Knock, 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 knock. Heading into the room, um, which I guess I can just. That doesn't matter. Oh, well. Mm. That's danger. They're probably fine. No. You looking down um, the stairs, you can see. And again, like the floor in this area throughout this, this whole place is very um, smooth, but seemingly as if like burned or roughly hewn into the ground are these strange symbols. Um, yeah, that's what you guys see. I'm going to go see look the at the brazers. They're like fuel in them. Uh, they look to be empty. Do Are there the any like? Stuff? Sorry, go on. Are there any footprints or anything as we got in here that aren't ours? Make an investigation check. Sorry, you said footprints. Yeah. And make a survival check. Uh, no, no, fuck it. In- investigation. Uh, Make an investigation. Uh, would be uh, you're looking 15 for. investigation, 9 survival. <laughs> uh, yeah, no no tracks from what you can see. Um, Ally, as you approach this wall, though, um, you feel very drawn to the wall itself. Um. And, and that that kind of uneasiness that you've had about you seems to 
fade as you get closer to this wall. You're almost kind of like drawn to it. Is there anything on the wall? Um, there, this wall itself looks to be, as you get closer, you can see these, the wall looks rough and lumpy. Um, like there are these small rocks or gems, um, about the size of softballs sort of protruding from it at different depths and angles and sizes. Um, yeah. And there's this, you're there, you feel this energy very similar to the type of key wellspring that you, um, experienced at blind or blessed pine. Well, uh, I don't know. There's something here on this wall. I'm going to touch the wall, reach out and touch the wall. As you touch the wall, the shapes in the wall begin to light up with different colors. And you can see that some of them are black stones. Some are bright gems. Um, some almost emit this light from them and this a face about 10 feet by 10 feet wide begins to kind of appear not the image of a face but made up of these different stones Um, and the eyes sort of open on this face as the runes that flank both sides of the room begin to glow with a bright intensity um, shooting up like beams out of the ground and uh, with the light these forms begin to materialize and take shape everyone roll initiative fault False. You can't talk this out. What? What? Give me one moment. Oh, balls! Not even that's a bad initiative. Oh okay. wait, it wasn't even me touching things. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to look at the runes. Oh no, is this um, is the pool in the middle? Does it look exactly the same? Like yes. the okay. Yep. Boy, howdy! I'm glad we upped Mage Armor before coming in here. All right, I'm going to use the restroom real quick, but I rolled a 19. Okay. I have concerns. No, nope, immediately one thing started to light up. It's like, well, this has been good. See it pretty. But nope. I wonder. You had a thought, but now I don't have any time to talk it out with somebody. Oh boy. All right, uh, 20 to 25. Uh, 21. 
what, what's the other one? 20, uh, night, 15 to 20. <laughs> <laughs> I got an 18. Lex was 19, yeah. Uh, 10 to 15. 13. <sighs> What'd you get, Ally? Seven. Wow. Beautiful. Wait, you rolled a two? Yeah. Should not have touched that. I'm jumping into the pool. Garrett <laughs> <laughs> is vaporized. I'm done. Bye. Get a, nope. Look at that. We don't have to go to Spanifex after all. The giant shaggy face was the final straw. I think how much easier it will be for you to push people into things if you just use this instead. Just walk them down here and just push them in. <laughs> Why did the dice decide when it has to go first? This isn't good. <laughs> I'm getting the least bit. They want to change it up since you usually don't go first. I know. Uh. Zachariah, I was just thinking to myself that there's a dungeon boss in Final Fantasy XIV that's just like this thing. Um, what? All right. <laughs> so, as this face lights up uh you see some of these rocks and gems in the form of the mouth begin to move and it says and it opens and you just hear run as uh out from these uh glyphs on the ground check that out check out that art huh mm. uh <laughs> uh these amoeba people <laughs> these these <laughs> These, there are these swirling, vaguely humanoid shapes standing eight feet tall, um, made of stone and dust and uh, flecks of gem, gems. Um, and they let out this almost like reverberating screech as they begin to um, manifest and uh, uh, approach you. Um, are they silent? They let out a reverberating screech. No, I meant uh, like when they walk. They're silent rockmen. Uh, no, no, no. uh, <laughs> they are not rockmen. Um, but they're like, again, they, they kind of have like this vague humanoid shape, but they seem to almost like coalesce these, that like p strange particulate matter of dust and glitter um, into them that hangs around in the air, um, forming into this swirling mass of a shape. Um, Una, it's your turn. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Una's best bet 
What did she heard one? She's still gonna shoot a firebolt at the one to the right. All right. Um, let's see here. The one to the right. Okay. And it's probably not gonna hit because that is a twelve. Twelve. Uh, yeah, it goes. Uh, it hits into this. Uh, this this thing and the firebolt like gets like almost like caught up in a gust inside and like just gets dispersed amongst this creature's form um and una is going to back up um so that she is 5 10 15 20 25 she's gonna back up so she's in the other room so she can look inside because uh back up into here Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, no, so a little bit further in, people can get past. They want to run, but Una is like. Oh, like know. like like this? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. All right. Uh, Lex. Um. So yeah, Lex is going to. Uh, can I? Yeah, I can. Cool. Uh, I can only get to there. Good Where? enough. I think I can. I think with forty feet, I can only move to here. All right. Um, and I would like to rage. All right. Um, as you rage, Lex, the that sort of different weird feeling that you've had sort of changes somewhat, and you rage but in a different way um you now are considered a for the purposes of your rage you are just a frenzy barbarian you expect as you rage you focus and all you feel is this driving anger you're like channeling um that sort of focus that you have and it's this intense rage but no the whatever magical effects normally seem to transpire from you are negated. Um, and the, rather than that kind of force being, um, unleashed from you, it just sort of coalesces inside of you. You mean berserker berserker? Sorry. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I'm just trying to check out. Okay, so it can't be cool. So I can attack once more as a bonus action, but I'll get uh one exhaustion at the end of this raid, regardless. Yep, got it. Um, well, I'll just go with my uh double attack on this thing. Okay. And I don't. That's right. There's no advantage on the attack. Just, just hit it. Correct. I can probably hit. Uh, a 19. 19 hits. All right. T6 plus should be only two still while raging. It's a good hit. Um. That's 17, um, just slashing damage. 
All right. Uh, yeah, you go and uh, swing with your sword into this creature. And as you do, you feel it make contact with some sort of force that then you rip out along with it. And um, rather than blood or guts or entrails, you see again this like disbursement of these globules of material that seem to make up this creature. Um, and that again, this uh, undulating screech noise sort of echoes out from it. All right, going again. All right. That's a nat 20. Nice. Um, so that's 12. Uh, so 12 plus 7, so that's another 19 plus... Uh, so that's 25 damage. Nice. Alright, math skills. Activate. Um... It's not just me. Uh, trust me, it's not just you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You yeah, okay? Lex, you again, like this, this feeling you feel, I think, I would think you'd feel almost more in control of your rage than you ever have before, rather than it being some sort of um, energy or manic- magical manifestation to which you have no control over. You hone in on this new feeling and just strike true on this creature, um, ripping more of its life force out of it with a uh, wide swing of your blade. Anything else? Uh, I think I've exhausted all my options now, moved my full distance and started use my rage for bonus action. So that's it. All right. Um, the thing uh, is going to, oh, what's he going to do? He is going to. The thing is the head, or the thing is the creature. The thing is the creature. The head's not doing anything. Um, the the head just said uh, run, um, and it is going to move in towards you, Lex, into your space. Um, now you are standing amongst this uh this creature uh i need you to make a um strength saving throw all right it's only strength checks i get advantage on all raging right uh yes yes okay that is only going to be a uh 12 12 uh let's see here Uh, you take 16 bludgeoning damage as you feel the uh, this this creature, its essence just kind of like pounding into you. Um, uh, but that's also halved because you're raging, correct? Yeah, sorry. Yes. Uh, I just checked rage again. It is uh, saving throws too. So give me one sec. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, it's so it was 17, but halved. Uh, yes, yeah, 17 yeah. but have. Um, and you are considered grappled. Okay. Um, and as you sort of fight back against this thing, try, you realize you also cannot breathe. Um, so you are, uh, let's see here. Let me just double check here. Uh, you are, 
So you are grappled, but you are also restrained and unable to breathe. Okay. Can't remember um, what suffocation, like how long I take. You've got several minutes. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a like long time. It's a long constitution time. Constitution score in minutes or something. Yeah. Your modifier in minutes. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. Um, Shit, I got a while. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, Aaron. So if you have a negative modifier, you're just always drowning. Uh, I don't. I don't really like the rules for holding breath, like because it. I don't know. For you to be able to hold your breath for even like three minutes is so long. Like, <laughs> even two minutes holding your breath is like a, a really freaking long time. Um, but yeah, so Eric, it's your turn. Uh, no, no, this is good. I don't move that far. Um. I guess I will move 25 feet towards the thing that's engulfed, Lex. How many feet? 25. 25. It's like a bonus action dash over there. Am I 25 feet away now? Yeah, I'll bonus action dash to... Here? North. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. And then I'll stab him with my rapier. Okay. I'll hopefully stab him. We'll see. Uh, 19 to hit. 19 hits. Um, but be, again, Lex is inside of this creature. So um, I don't think sneak attack would apply here. I don't need advantage on the attack roll if another enemy of the target is within five feet of it. So we can talk this out for a second, but I kind of, so it's, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's inside of it. It's not, I kind of imagine the idea of you getting sneak attack is because it is distracted by your ally. Whereas Lex is kind of inside of this creature and it's still plugging along. I don't know. What do others, what do others think? I don't think anything is more distracting than having something inside of your space. Yeah. I'm going to be trying to like actively fight against this thing doing whatever it's doing to me let's see, i want to let's do a quick google let's see here um see i think you're i don't think it's distracted i think it's it, it's i mean it's still it can just keep doing what it's doing you're suffocating inside of it um i'm gonna rule no sneak attack on this one five five damage yep all right um and as you attack it eric um you manage to hit it but you don't feel like um it does all that much to it um like it resisted your attack Hmm. Um, anything else, Eret? No. Okay, because you use your bonus action dash, right? Okay, Kaya. Uh, I'm going to back away from the pool. I can't move me, so I don't know why I'm trying. 
Um, I'm going to back away from the pool and I'm going to draw my dagger out of my pocket and looking at Lex struggling with the creature, I'm going to look to ally and I'm going to move my hands in a new pattern and cast enlarge on him. Ooh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. A huge, it's not a huge, uh, normal size kobold. <laughs> he's just twice as big. He's a medium sized creature now. He's our size. He's unstoppable. <laughs> he's too much power. <laughs> Allies now Godzilla. Yeah. Alright, so. Were you, right? you were right there, Ally, right? Something yeah. like that? Okay. So now Ally's like four feet tall. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he is size doubled, weight multiplied by eight. Um, until the spell ends, he has advantage on strength checks and saves, and uh, his attacks are 1d4 extra damage. And you are concentrating? I am concentrating. Okay. Uh... Okay. Uh, anything else? Um, I'm gonna back into the just step one step back. Can I still see from there? Yeah, I can still see it from there. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you, yeah. All right. Um, this one is going to five. It's it's moving into the room. It's not um uh Yeah, it's not in the pool. Um, but it just kind of moves into the room again with this undulating screeching noise as its body swirls and this vaguely humanoid humanoid shape marches towards you all. Um and yeah, that's that's going to be its turn, just moving into the room. Uh, ally. Okay, I'm going to move around the right side of the pool to get between Aya and it. All right. Big old puffed out chest, four foot tall ally. New perspective on life. Uh, I'm going to punch it. All right. Um, 19. 19 hits, and your attacks are magical, correct? Yes. All right. Uh, 7 plus 4... That. 11. 11. Uh, All right. And I'm going to attempt to stun it. All right. So it needs to make a constitution save. Okay. Uh, as you go and attempt to, um, you make contact with the, the life force and the, the, the being that is this thing. Um, but as you go to stun it, nothing happens. Okay. I will punch it three more times. Then. All right. Uh, first one's a 25 to hit. Hits. Uh, God, I don't think you've rolled like under a 19 in like six sessions. <laughs> uh, 13 damage. All right. 
then flurry of blows will be uh, 15 to hit. Uh, 15 does not hit. Okay. Um, as uh, you punch into it, but don't make contact with whatever is holding this thing together. What about a natural 20? Ooh. Yes, that will hit. Some honks in the chat. Oh, I got two. I rolled two ones, but I guess it's just what one plus six, seven plus five is twelve. Plus three. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, you as you go to stun it and realize that nothing happens, you little furry of now giant just absolutely huge fists the size of regular hands um <laughs> uh, boxing gloves on for some reason but they're just yes. his hands uh, uh, and then it has to make a strength save or be pushed 15 feet by my key uh 14 uh, it's, yeah, that meets it. So yeah, it saves. Okay. Uh, yeah, and as you can see, like its its form almost kind of melds into the ground for a moment as it like braces itself against your attacks and then pops back up. Um. All right, that brings us to Una, who can't um, see anything <laughs> that's going but on. No one has run away yet, so Una's gonna <laughs> pop her head back in. Like oh, ten feet. <laughs> it's like it told us to run, and then she is going to. No, she can't really. Oh, she could. Um, if I move in five more feet, yeah. So I can just shoot with it not having any cover in case. Yep. Um, and also enough another firebolt. So, okay. Uh, as you make your attack, roll a d12 for me. D12. That's a two. Being near this creature, you feel like that feeling of like something is weird grows extremely intense. As you fire off your firebolt, roll a d100 for me. I hope it's a random spell. Uh, 74. See. Please don't turn into a potted plant now. Oh, I mean, she'd be happy. Uh, uh, wait, and what was your attack roll? Uh, 17, uh, 20, 23. All right. Uh, the creature <laughs> just turns solid into stone. Oh, <laughs> uh, you expected a a firebolt, and the firebolt kind of you saw the the magic almost shift in this aura that seems to emanate from around this creature, and it hit it, and it just seized up um, into stone. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Which one was that? The left one. Uh, yeah, orange. Thank goodness. Oh no. Um, I'll roll a new character, guys. 
Uh, Kaya, you also, as this creature gets closer to you, you feel very, like, there's a super strange, intense feeling that you have now. Luna does not know if she wants to cast other spells this, uh, so she's gonna back up, um, a few feet, again. And that'll be her turn. Okay. Uh, Lex, you are... Uh, grappled and restrained and suffocating. When I attacked, did it seem like did it was it not really getting affected by my attacks or like? No, yours seemed to like you were really ripping at this thing when you were hitting at it. Okay, well, Uh, Um, but you are restrained, so that means disadvantage on any attacks. Yeah, I'm actually gonna try and break the uh, grapple and restraint. I okay. don't know if I'm, is that two separate checks or is that just nope just a strength one? saving throw okay and that I can still do at advantage or would it be regular um I gotta check that now I got it yeah it's just, it should be normal yep advantage yeah, disadvantage on dexterity yep oh okay so I can actually get advantage alright cool let's see if I can break free from this damn thing uh, 20... 22. Yep. Uh, you managed to, um, pop, like, uh, kind of bearing down, you uh, rip your body, um, out from the essence of this creature, uh, escaping out from it. Um, but All that right. is, uh, because I think that's your action. He has a bonus yeah, action for Berserker. You do, yes, yes. So, I'll yeah, move here. Your- to try and make sure it's it's going to be focused on me. Trying to move uh, where? Sorry. Uh, I'll move here. Okay. And like with my here, or you're moving out of its range. Oh, is that not in its range still? Th- this here would be, not here. No, I'll move there. I'll move in range of it. Okay. And <laughs> I'll make a uh, another slash against it. Okay. Oh, that's not going to hit. Um, that's only nine, so we're done. Okay, yeah. Uh, you swing, and the creature's body almost seems to part for a moment, and your blade just passes harmlessly through it. Um, and I'll call for Era to just run. <laughs> okay. Uh, the creature reaches out with um, two limbs um, and makes an attack at Era. Uh, that's a 10 to hit. <laughs> um, and reaches out at Lex. Um, this So this this fist almost seems to coalesce like made of stone out of its um, its being. And it just, just smashes into the ground next to you, Era, as you jump out of the way. Um, Lex, it reaches out at you uh, with uh, some sort of semblance of a, of a limb that goes ablaze with fire um, and reaches out at you. That's a 21 to hit. Okay. Um, doing doing 10 fire damage and you are ablaze with fire. You catch on fire. Okay. Um, yes. So you're on fire right now, Lex. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> just fresh. killing it. You're just killing it, dude. That's all that means. I'm doing great. Yeah, like you, you are. <clears throat> Never mind. I'll ask you in a minute. <laughs> okay. Same yeah. question. You are on fire. Uh, Aaron, your turn. I'm gonna stab it. Hey, at least all you right. can drop your rage now. All the fire line. burning you every turn. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, hey guys. Twenty-four to hit. Hits. I got sixty-nine HP. Nice. <laughs> nice. One experience point for Lex. He's <laughs> back in the lead. But he's two now. <laughs> I'm never gonna catch him. It's okay. Lex could die here, and it's not gonna matter. <laughs> Fifteen, 15 damage with the sneak attack. Yep. Okay. Nice. Um, again, like you, you hit at it and pull your. You're attacking with your regular rapier, right? Yeah, I don't have yeah. any magical weapons. All right, yeah, um, and it doesn't seem to do as much to it. Okay, and then I will uh, tell Lex he can do it. He's <laughs> he's on fire and he's killing it. Uh, so he has advantage on his next attack. Thanks. All right. <laughs> just from <laughs> just a light with fire. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, Kaya. Would you say that the fire on Lex is the size of a small fire? No, wait, hold on. This a small campfire. What are you what are you asking? What are you trying to do? Can I use prestidigitation to snuff him out? Uh Can you I mean, I only take up the spot space of a bonfire right now. I don't I don't think you'd be able to see Lex from where you're standing. Okay. So I don't know he's on fire. You don't know he's on fire. Okay. You, when you hear Eric say, "Hey, Lex, you're on fire," <laughs> uh, you're like, Lex, Lex must be doing really well. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna move anyway. Uh, I'm gonna move uh, over two spaces to the right. Okay. Um, and I will look at the creature near us, and I will toll the dead at him. All right, um, and that's a saving throw of some that's sort. A saving throw, yes. Okay. First, I need you to roll me a D twelve, Kaya. Oh no. Uh, that's a four. I need you to roll a D one hundred for me, Kaya. Okay. <laughs> oh. Twenty and thirty? Is that thirty? No, it's got to be. It's twenty. It's twenty and a zero. So, so it's 20? twenty. Twenty, yeah. Yeah. You have your bag on you, right? I do. Okay. Oh no. You feel something happen in your bag. I don't like that. <laughs> um, but nothing actually happens to the creature. Okay, something there. You, you hear you hear your because uh, you've got coins on you, right? You hear you hear like 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 a, a chink chink like coins moving about <laughs> inside of your bag, <laughs> and 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 nothing happens <laughs> to the creature. Um, uh, <laughs> I yell. Yeah, uh, and the. Uh, the one is, is still a, um, a a petrified rock form 
of itself. Uh, and can't do anything. Uh, so ally. Uh, I will run over to them. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Yeah, I can easily get there. Uh, and I will... Drop the dagger to let or to uh, air it and punch. Okay. Just the button. Just it again. There we go. Uh, see, there you go. A ten. Oh yay! Okay, you miss. <laughs> That hasn't happened in a long time, I feel like. Yeah, I have a uh, plus nine to hit. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, 25. 25 does hit. Okay. That's... Uh, six plus one, seven damage. All right. And then I'm going to flurry of blows. Five plus 13. 13 damage? No, 13 to hit. Or no, 13 to hit, sorry. Uh, no, that, that misses. So, through your punches, you're making some contact with whatever force is holding this thing together, but not all of them. You got one more? 23. 23 does hit. That is 12 damage. Nice. All right. And it needs to make a. Actually, no, it can't make reaction. Can't take reactions, and I'm gonna step back. Okay. From it, one square. Got it. Okay. Uh, Una. Um. We're alone now. <laughs> yeah. We got this. some way to push it into that pool, <laughs> melt it. <laughs> uh. I mean, no. I mean, that was Una. You got like gust or something. <laughs> but it's not moving. It's like it's. No, oh, it's, it looks like it's a statue. Like, <laughs> is it? Well, Una wouldn't know this. Takaya, does it look like back when we were in the compound and saw all the other petrified people? <laughs> um, not that type of solid stone. It looks like a like an amalgamation of like that. Like it's kind of this. Uh, like all of the dust and light and like flecks of what look like gem almost like kind of coalesced together and just like solidified. There's normally like these creatures have a bunch of space kind of flowing through them and it almost kind of like <laughs> tightened up. Does Whoops. it look like it has legs? Like it can still move? Or do they look like they're together? No, they look like they okay. look like what they look like here still. <laughs> okay, so they look like Those they awesome, like that awesome move. art. Um, <laughs> I don't want. Uh, uh, Una and then Lex. Yeah. Una will. Does she want to come out of her hiding hole? I think she just should, and she should attempt a shove. Because <laughs> he's solid. Then, I mean, Una had the shot. I mean, leverage. This will work. She's strong. Maybe she can probably lift the whole thing up. Just drop it in. <laughs> Una's gonna is gonna walk in and attempt a shove. Okay. Uh, make a um, make an athletics check. 
Uh, athletics. I get so much joy whenever I hear that giant frickin' die. Every time. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be 14. 14. You... <laughs> Push it up against it, but it doesn't seem to move. Hmm. Alright. I'm going to... I'm going to back up. Does it do anything? Hold on a minute. Hold on. Just occurred to me, like, even if Una or Kaya did see that I was suddenly on fire, that could just be something I do. Yep. <laughs> could just Why be a brand never... new ability. I've never seen you do that yet. <laughs> um, but okay, you don't have to look. Hold, up. hold on, I, I gotta, I gotta look this up because you might be able to shove this thing. So with magic items, that require two. Okay. Um. <sighs> Yeah, you'd be able to shove this thing because it's petrified, so it automatically fails strength. Um, well, okay, so a shove is a contested check between yeah. two people, and petrified it automatically fails dex and saving throws. Um, See, I mean, it doesn't. It's not like a statue on a base. It's just like a... no. Yeah. So yeah, I think you'd just be like. I think. Um, yeah, you'd be able to shove it. Uh, sweet. I yeah. pushed it. Yeah. I hope for yeah, the pool. Is it okay. gonna be like a wave of acid coming out of this? <laughs> I mean, yeah. hey, they'll be going should be going towards the well. Yeah, uh it, it falls into you push it down into the um uh uh this this pool, um, which you don't know how deep it is. Oh. Um and as you push it in, you realize that the pool is only about probably this deep. Um, but the creature hits and there's just kind of this sizzling and it's the, whatever this liquid is or this, this, uh, whatever this material is, it's starting to disintegrate away at this, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this thing, um, which color is that one? Black or orange? Orange. Orange. Oh, it's orange. orange. oh shit. I've been marking these wrong. Hold on. I gotta go back and do some math. Um, math, 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 math. So it started so far, there. Hold on, hold on. I, uh, yeah. Seven minus seven. So Zero. 14, 12, 26. Minus 26 equals that. And that still has. So that was orange that you pushed in? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I need a new sticky note. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the uh, the the form of this creature starts to like kind of sizzle and pop, and you see the globules kind of escape and drift back into the air. Um, I uh, am going to stay right there. Um, and I would also say that it is prone. And you're doing what now, Una? Sorry. Staying right there. Okay. Uh, Lex. Are the glyphs on the floor like still glowing or anything? No, they seemed to like glow and then like these creatures manifest like some energy got released from these glyphs that caused these creatures to manifest. Alright. 
can I stop, drop, and roll to put myself out of fire? You can use an action to, yes. <laughs> I will stop, drop, and roll, and I guess roll here. <laughs> uh, you do take some damage, though, because you're on fire. Uh, yeah. Um, you take one point of fire damage. Can you please pantomime, stopping, dropping, and rolling? Are we at the top of <laughs> initiative? Uh, Una was. The top. Una was. Okay. Can we stop after the next round? Because I'm leaving here at three, so I need to get some stuff around. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we can do that. Unless you think it's close enough. But yeah, um, go ahead. So we're gonna stop at the top of the next one. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Yeah. So Lex, you managed to put the fire out. You take a little bit of fire damage. What are you doing next? Uh, I'll use my bonus action to swipe at it again. Okay. Uh, that's a little bit better. That's a 16. 16 just hits. Nice. Uh, that's only 13 damage, though. Only 13 damage, he says. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. You uh, stop dropping and rolling, jump up and slice the blade, um, cutting at the being of this creature, um, which lets out another... Um, oscillating screech sound from it um and it is going to step forward um Eric, you may make an opportunity attack against it uh that's a 20 20 hits. I assume I haven't had time to pick up the dagger since it hasn't been my turn yet. Right. right? Is, does this count for sneak attack? Um, because it moved from here uh, to here. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll count for this one. Twenty-four damage. Oof. Nice. Have. Um, halved. Um, all right, yeah, you managed to slice up the creature, somewhat surprising it, um, and and doing a good deal, even though um, not reaching the full potential because of its resistance to non-magic attacks. Um, I need both Ally and Lex to make a strength saving throw. Both of us at advantage. Because I'm a big boy now. That's a 25 for me. So four and a seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> I rolled a net twenty. <laughs> I rolled a net twenty. Um, you. Let's see. Good old minus three. <laughs> if the target is thrown, you guys are thrown or. Okay. Um, it, yeah, it steps. It steps in, and there's like this whirling wind that you all are that you both are standing in, um, and you can feel this these this being kind of like pounding against you. You both take five damage, um, and you kind of pop out of its being, um, but manage to stay standing up, sort of bracing yourselves against this 
wind almost that's whirling within this creature. Um, what kind of damage was it? Uh, it would be bludgeoning. Okay. So that's is that halved for you then? Yeah. So you only take two. Um, we're good. All right, uh, Eric, it's your turn. I'm gonna step towards it, picking up the dagger on my way. All right. Um, I don't know how attunement works for damage types, um, but I don't get like the plus one or anything because it requires attunement, right? Okay. But it is a mat. Oh, I'm gonna use it either way, thinking yeah. it'll work. But I don't actually know how it works. I don't know. How, what do you What do you guys think? I haven't. Weapons usually I mean, aren't tunement, so I don't know what. what the... Well, yeah, because this one's though. It's got the like the returning kind of feature. Yeah. Um, yeah. Property would work, but it's still a magic weapon. Yeah. Right. That's what yeah. I yep. That, that works. Yeah. So it's a magic weapon. Right. So does he get the plus um, one, or does he? Uh, it's it's it just... a magic weapon, but no plus one. Yeah, D&D Beyond says I don't get the plus one without a two minutes, so... Okay. Um, that being said, I got a 24 to hit. Nice. That hits. <laughs> nice. Um, How much damage 22. would you do if you crit? Because <laughs> you double all those dice and they're all maxed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so minus 22... Okay. Uh, the energy that holds this creature together seems to be getting to wane quite a bit as you stab into it. Um, Eric, actually, it has been looking like that for a little while. Um, but you make solid contact with it with the boomerang blade, um, tearing at the back of it and pulling some of its life force out of it. Anything else? Yeah. Uh can't think of anything to say to Ella right now. <laughs> good, um, good job, big boy. <laughs> You're yeah. doing terrific. The, the diet's really paying off for you. So you has advantage on his attack. attack. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, thanks. <laughs> He's um, feeling good about himself. Yes. All right, uh, Kaya. Uh, seeing the one kind of dissolving in the pool, I'm going to race after Ally and just come around the corner um, so I can see this other guy. Uh, right. And I'm going to try a different method, and I'm going to switch the grip on my dagger, and I'm going to cast Magic Missile at it at okay. third level. All right. Roll a d12. <laughs> Uh, 12? 12, all right. Magic missile flies. <laughs> oh. Five darts? We know 12 works. Five darts. Uh, 20 damage. 15 plus 5. 20 damage. Nice. All right. The darts fly into this creature, um, and kind of almost push through it and pull pieces of it out um and you see it begin to condense down and collapse in on itself before it explodes out i need um everyone but una to make a dexterity saving throw Uh uh-oh 
Oh, oh no. Oh. <sighs> you get advantage though, right, Zach? I rolled advantage. <laughs> oh no. Yep. I'll post picture in chat. Did you get double ones? Yeah. Did you get double ones? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what'd you guys beautiful. roll? 11. 25. Eric, what'd you get? Nine. Nine? Okay, so everyone uh, but ally. So uh, you all take, those of you that aren't ally, take 16 bludgeoning damage. Um, ally, you take half of that. I take nothing. I take oh, half yeah, of that. Right. I, okay. Take 16 well, bludgeoning damage. Do I still have it because it's bludgeoning? <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, it is kind of a it's more of a it's like a um um I would actually say it's probably force damage. It's okay. probably more keen to what it would be, um, not bludgeoning damage. Um, and uh, yeah. So this guy is, and it's just gone. Um, if you're a berserker now, don't you have resistance to all damage except for psychic or something? No, that's bear totem. Bear. Oh, okay. That's totem of the bear. Um, the thing sitting in the the pit of corrosive whatever somethings um, rematerializes into its original form and rises up um, and approaches Una. And with an angry shriek, lashes out at it with um, two limbs. Uh, one that coalesces into a stone kind of form. Uh, that is a 16 to hit. Uh, shield. All right. Uh, managing to block it away. Uh, reaches out with a limb that is engulfed in fire. Uh, that is a 15 to hit. Uh, still not hit. So I'm at 20 hit? now. Shield lasts the entirety of that turn. Oh, the entirety yep. of that round. Right, right. Cool. Yeah. So you may like this stone fist just smashes this energy field and this flame arm cascades off of it. Um, and uh, yeah, nothing. Wait. No, I need you to roll a d12. Oh, yeah. That was a spell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roll high. Uh... Roll high. No, no high here. One. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, roll a d100 for me. D100. Don't roll a 70 or whatever. Uh, 84. Um, shield does not work. And despite the fact that you have that stone floating around your head, you become voraciously hungry. You are starving. You are the hungriest you have ever been in your life. Um, and so what is your AC with just the mage armor? Just the mage armor is 15. So both of those attacks would hit you then. Yes. As you're very hungry and Eat the arms smash into you. Um, so that is Kirby uh, that bitch. That is nine bludgeoning damage from the first attack. Ooh. And uh, 
14 fire damage from the next, and you are ablaze. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and that is its turn. Um, uh, Ally, it's your turn. Uh, okay. Up to it. Give it an edge. Ooh, I have advantage. Uh, 27 and 13. 13 misses, 27 hits. Okay, so that is 7 damage. Plus D4. It's 3, so 10. Alright. And the next one is... 6, so 14. Uh, 14 to hit? Yeah. Misses. Flurry of Blows is a 20. Hits. Uh, and a 6 plus 1, so 7. Alright. Uh, um, its life force looks like it's kind of beginning to wane. Okay. Uh, and it can't take a reaction. And Cut. then one more. <clears throat> and that's a 12. 12 misses. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. We've got now one, two, three. So it goes Una, Lex, Eric, Kaya. There's a good chance that if you guys all fuck this thing up, it can, it can, it's looking pretty weak if you want to go, if we want to yeah, charge it. forward. Okay, cool. Uh, Una, then Lex. Uh, very hungry. Una reaches <laughs> out, uh, to grasp at it. Who knows? You need some dust. And I try to shocking grasp it. All right. Roll a d12. Yep. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Five. <laughs> Do this. Oh my right. gosh. Nothing happens. I mean, not, not nothing happens, but shocking grasp works. <laughs> so, roll attack. Roll attack. <laughs> oh, that well, is a 23. Happened. A 23 to hit? That hits. Sweet. That is going to be five points of lightning damage. Five points. All right very tiny you can see the electricity kind of crackling throughout its being uh anything else Una? um well let's try this again uh bonus action who is there someone on the other side of him the pool the pool okay uh bonus action um lightning bolt okay using your uh sorcery down. points yep i right, roll d12 Yep. <laughs> roll high, roll high, roll high, roll high. Uh, 11. All right. <laughs> um, and it has to make a dexterity saving throw? It does. <laughs> oh, you can roll it with advantage or disadvantage on roll 20. 15. Uh, that makes it. Okay. And so that's going to be half damage of the... Six. So, oh my goodness, the roll, the really low roll. Uh, eighteen. So twenty-four. So that's a uh, yeah, 12. twelve points of damage. All right, it's still looking pretty rough as the bolt of lightning 
courses out through uh running through the back of it and it strikes that face and it just and the face goes whoa <laughs> as it hits the, the face on the wall um Luna's distracted. Uh, she's hungry lex than eric um so i'm gonna ultimately i'm just gonna step forward and see if there's another one there i'm just gonna go my full movement to get here or I was going to go, like, here and then... What's your movement speed? Uh, 40. Okay, yeah, you can get there. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just going to go all out on this damn thing, because I'm a little angry at being set on fire and blown up okay. a couple times, and I didn't even blow myself up. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then uh, what's my fire damage? Oh, that's right. You're on fire, aren't you? Yes, <laughs> I am on fire. <laughs> Thank you. Um, two. Two. You are engulfed in flames. All right, uh, Lex, roll your uh, attack. First, first attack was a 12. Misses. Second is a 17. Hits. Uh, that's only a 12. Okay. It's really starting to fade out now. And with the bonus action. Oh, it's only a nine. Misses. Yeah. Um, so this this creature is fading in and out. Um, it's its body barely holding together. Uh Eret then Kaya. I will move next to Lux using a bonus action of dash. And then I will stab it with the dagger. Alright, roll tag. Twenty to hit. Hits. Twenty-two damage. Nice. Alright, as you stab oh. into it, its form begins to undulate and shake. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw as it collapses in on itself and explodes out in a oh, no, blast no, no, no. of force damage. Oh man. I, I forgot about that. this one. Technically learned this time. It was a seventeen. <laughs> Nineteen. What 16. is that? Eleven. Okay. Anyone that gets, not enough. I can tell you from experience. <laughs> anyone that rolls less than a fifteen takes nineteen damage. Oh. That's exactly what you needed to knock out Una. Oh no! <laughs> She's on fire too. <laughs> she is <laughs> on fire. Um, Una's on fire. Um, I assume it's turn. <laughs> huh? Whose turn is it? Uh, it's Kaya's turn. I pressed to digitate the fire out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the fire goes out. Um, it's a spell. And, Roll a d12. Uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, yeah. For for now, we will. We'll yeah. Um, oh god. And with that, the <laughs> creatures. Una. <laughs> oh wait. Uh, no. Yeah, because it's dead. It's fine. Um, the uh, <laughs> the um, the creatures fade, and you hear this. Oh, that's better from that face on the wall. And that's where we'll pick it up next time. Oh, thank you, everyone, oh boy. for watching. Uh, we will, will uh, uh, you'll see this again uh, uh, next Monday, right? Yeah. No, two Mondays from now. Two Mondays. Uh, we'll be back on a roll August 31st. Um, and until then, in the game of life and all others, roll on.